Yo, 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 it's Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, your King in Black. And welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs Podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. Alright, Samir, go ahead and get your news out the way. Because I already know what. Go ahead and get, get, get the last one you posted out the way. Get your shit off, because, you know, you like to shit on everything I love, apparently. Oh, hang on. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, Lois and Clark are ending. Uh, oh, sorry, Superman no, and motherfucker. Lois. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Superman and Lois is ending after uh, four seasons on the CW, which concludes the DC era of uh, CW. And, um, and the funny yeah. thing is, so, I said this. I said this last week when when I said that you know they cut the writer room in half. I'm like, this is probably more than likely going to be the last season. So, yeah. thank you, Next Star, yeah. for just basically tanking the CW. You did to. The CW, what Elon Musk did to Twitter. I mean, it, the Valenti versus dead, bro. Samir, I'm not just talking about that. They also cut uh, Walker, the season of Walker in half. Walker, Texas Ranger? It's, stop it. Specifically just Walker for that reason. Okay? But no, they cut the season of Walker in half. So it went from 26 to 13 episodes. And I mean, there haven't really been any updates on that, but that's probably going to be next to get canceled. So it's like, eh. You you take a fantastic portrayal of Clark Kent and Lois Lane and Tyler Hecklin and Bitsy Tulip, and everything was stellar. Sell the network. Have these people take it over and just basically. More or less running into the ground. Bro, they have no original content. Everything they have is like imported or from like some type of streaming service. Bro, they aired the fucking Zac Efron show that was on Netflix on the CW. Like his nature show or whatever it was. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Come again? Yeah. They aired Zac Efron's Netflix show on the CW. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch the CW anyway, but that's funny. They're importing a bunch of Australian shows that they're pulling off because you know why? No one's watching them. Like, that network is basically dead, bro. Only thing I had left was Superman and Lois and Walker. And I'm pretty sure Jared Padalecki is probably going to leave Walker after this season. If, if shit keeps going this way, I mean, like I said, there's already nothing else on there. But... It is what it is. <sighs> it would have been nice if, you know, when James Gunn was like, oh, you know, um, we're going to keep everything uniform. I mean, you got a perfect Superman right there with Tyler Hecklin. The only difference is he has kids. I mean, and we don't still know the full aspects of what um, Superman Legacy is going to be about. And the only, and the only lingering thing you have from the Arrowverse, and it's not even really the same thing. Is Diggle because Diggle exists in the on the Earth that Superman and Lois take place on. But yeah, fuck the CW. So I want to get into a little bit of finances because apparently I forgot that I shared this story and I posted it twice. So. The House of Mouse, you know, this is going to be a little bit of streaming news. So Disney 
is planning to buy the remaining 33 point, um, what is it, 8% of Hulu from Comcast, which would basically make it a majority shareholder. Okay. So, uh, the estimated purchase for uh, Comcast's shares of Hulu is a whopping $8.61 billion. And they have to actually, you know, take it or leave it by December 1st. So here's 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 my thing for this. So we have Disney Plus, we have Hulu. You can either get them separate or you can get the bundle. So does Hulu get absorbed into Disney Plus? Is this gonna be like a Funimation Crunchyroll type situation or what? Cause if y'all still gonna be yanking people for two different services when you have some of the same shows on both services, it makes no sense. Like perfect example, Echo. Is going to be airing simultaneously on Disney Plus and Hulu. Yes, like that's that's the first time that's happened with a Disney <clears> Plus <throat> show. They waited until Secret Invasion was done to put it on Hulu, but even then, I think that was just for a limited time. There's no other Disney Plus show on Hulu that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, I'm not even just talking about Marvel. I'm also talking about Star Wars or just original Disney Plus programming, like nothing. Like you might have like some Nat Geo stuff for like the Jeff Goldblum show, but I think that just airs on the National Geographic channel. Don't know, but so what are your thoughts on this uh, billion dollar acquisition? Because I know you hate when when these things happen. Because we complained about it was when we what the hell did we complain about last year? Discovery and yes. HBO Max. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to affect the platform. And so far, uh, Max has been. Less than nominal, so who knows? Maybe the House of Mouse can do it better. And that's another thing. So I got an email today from Max. So you know how Netflix has different tiers of streaming, like Max does, obviously, where you know you can have X Y Z amount of users using it at once. Yeah. So with Max, you could use you. I have the 4K plan. It's three users, uh, 15.99 a month. Bro, they just demoted it to 4K, but two users at one time. Do you even know that? I've mean, never heard of it. Uh, several people have my Max account. Yeah, my Jared does. My they sister can, they does. Can get they, they can get their own. My dude. This from the guy who uses his sister's Netflix. I do. Yeah. This from but the guy I'm who's like using someone else's Disney Plus. Not anymore. I, I said was. And what'd you say? You're not a homeowner yet. No, before what? you said, what'd you say? I'm a homeowner. No, I said not anymore. Before that dummy, when I said, um, that's it. I don't know what you, you thought. Me? I said, I didn't say it. I don't know. Why you, I don't know. I, my brain don't go back that far. I'm thinking about something else. Bro, that was like two minutes ago. Fix your shit. But so, yeah, I mean, what sense does that make to scale back? You know, because what if I'm watching something and, you know, my sister's also watching something and I just gave Arsenio the password and everything so he can watch the Righteous Gemstone, which he probably hasn't already. You're going to kick off. You're going to kick off a bunch of. um. People. Yeah. And I hate that shit because now they're like, oh, you know, if you if you have more than two users, we're going to hit you with a surcharge. 
Excuse the fuck out of me. And this is why I said streaming is trash. It's the fucking ghetto up in this bitch. So I would agree with you, but I still think it's better than uh, cable. I'm not even talking about the cable at this point. I'm just all about the physical. It's like, just, just put all these shows on Blu-ray. I'll buy them. Okay? I will fucking buy them. That sounds terrible also. How does that sound terrible, Samir? You gonna buy all that stuff? The stuff I watch? Yeah. I ordered Loki. I'm, it's just sold out at the moment. Perfect example. You wanted to watch Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Now, what if you couldn't find any way to, you know, sell the seven seeds for that and it's no longer on Paramount Plus? Oh, I can do? though. But I can't. I said, Samir, I specifically said, what if, what if, what if I really want to? What if my aunt right. had a mustache? She'd be my uncle. I mean, I, I, I can't answer wow. that question. You know women can grow facial hair, right? Yes, they can. So why would that be your uncle? She's still a woman. She just got his beard. That's what I mean you know, when I'm saying you be seeing some dumb a, shit. That is a great question, Bernard. What if your aunt had a mustache? She would be your aunt still. Yes, very, very astute. The point is, Bernard, I can't. I don't have a um, point of reference because I know how to pirate media if I need to, and yeah, and I have other platforms to get to. You're not really helping at all. I don't know what the hell you're looking at, but it obviously has your attention. Go on, next story, man. I'm over it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so uh, big news. Uh, at least big news for horror fans. So we're getting a sequel to um, It Follows called They Follows. Uh, Micah Monroe and um, David, I'm sorry, David Robert Mitchell are coming back to, um, uh, you know, shoot the next film. And uh, the principal photography will start in 2024. Yeah, I'm excited. Possibly. Possibly. Eh, I'm, I'm oh. pretty sure it's, it's done. Bro. I really it, felt it's, like it's, this it's, movie it's like didn't so. need a sequel. How so? Bro, it was basically a movie. Of, <laughs> it was basically a walking PSA about unprotected sex, more or less. Yeah, there was a horror and... element to it, but so you don't think those themes can be carried over to a sequel, even if that is the case. It is, but do you don't think those themes can be carried over to a sequel? Oh no, it can. I just don't feel like it's going to make any money. That's not saying it's not going to be good. That's just saying people don't need it, don't want to see it. Once you like, see that's not an argument. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm just saying people probably aren't going to see it. We see how movie movies are doing in theaters. Well, nowadays. the first one's the first one's budget was and that movie is pretty low, a decade old, right? But it's pretty low. So hang on, let's see how much the budget was. It was 1.3 million dollars. So honestly, and it had a bunch of nobodies in it, and it yeah, was like also time, an independent movie. Wasn't yeah, it? at the con. Yeah, it was. Uh, at the time, Michael Moreau was un, was um, undiscovered. Um, Kerr Gilchrist is all, was also undiscovered at the time. He's been uh, he was then. he was on the United States of Terror by then. He did that one movie with Zach Galifianakis. So he was the only one who kind of had any type of notoriety. Yeah, but it, it, uh, it's kind of a funny story. It was barely also. I mean, that was barely out there. So, and in fact, it, it's kind of a funny story. Was eight million dollar budget with six million dollar box office. That movie wasn't that big either. This was probably his breakout role. Technically, I don't know. Maybe not. 
Sorry to say. And United States are terrible. I mean, come on. How big was his role in that? He was in the main cast. He played Tony Collette's son and Brie Lawson's sister. Uh, Brie Lawson was on the show? Hmm. Yes. She got in the webcam and then sat on a cake. Right, He's going to go look up that scene. Why would I look up that scene? I don't know. You want to see Brie Lawson sit on a cake? I mean... That's not what gets my rocks off. I mean, I, I got kinks. It's not that one. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's just like sometimes standalone horror films are cool. Everything doesn't need a sequel. Because that's I mean, the guy that's a huge Scream fan. Yes. But those movies also tend to intertwine with like the last one. It's just like how can you update this story is basically what I'm trying to get to. It's like, that, what can you add to it besides new people? All right, so use, who knows what this guy... It. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right, but who knows what this guy is going to do to his um his his script? And the first one came to him in a dream. So I say give him a shot. This movie came out. It was a it was a it was a sleeper it, it was a sleeper hit. It was a dark horse. It, it wowed everybody. I would say the guy has our uh, has our. Uh, benefit of a doubt. I know. I bought it. I'm surprised you actually bought that film. You actually like It Follows? What the fuck does that mean, bro? It means you hate horror movies. Every time I say, I don't read F horror. I don't F horror. I don't F horror. That's Samir, all you say. Samir, yeah. Samir, could you, could you be picking those weird horror movies that I don't give two fucks about? What do you mean weird? It Follows is a weird horror movie. That's what yeah, that's also. Just, what is weird about it because of horror? I don't know. But look. That's what I'm saying. Also, I also went into that movie blind. That When I went to go see It Follows, it was literally a spur of the moment type thing. I went to go see a movie with um with Penny. And the only thing that was left was like, you know, front row neck breaker seats. So we just said, what the fuck is this movie? It Follows. And didn't even watch the trailer. Just. So what you mean to say is not making any preconceived notions on the film based on whether or not you like it and you were wowed by it. I wasn't wowed by it. It took me like eight years to buy the Blu-ray. Samir, I paid to see it in theaters. Did you not just hear that part? Okay. So how am I catching up with people if I I saw it in theaters? It took you that long to buy the Blu-ray though? Did you buy the Blu-ray? I have paid to see it twice. Okay, sure you did. Yeah, I did in theaters. Mm -hmm. Bro, you've been on this podcast. You said you never go and see a movie twice. I don't remember what episode it was, but you said that. I've seen. I've seen. uh, Yeah, not free. No, not frequently. I don't see movies twice, but I have paid to see movies. I saw Zootopia twice. I saw the first Avatar twice. Uh, let's see. No, you what saw the first Avatar twice? like 58 times. That's no, I mean. no. I mean, in theaters. In theaters, I mean. Um, I've seen a bunch of movies twice, at least, in theaters. It happens once in a while. Because you, if you go see a movie with one group of friends, and another group of friends are, oh, let's go to the movies, and you have nothing to do that afternoon, you go see a movie again. If you, I mean, what's the big deal? Money. Uh, if you have a surplus of money at the time, you don't care. This man act like he been he been balling his whole life. I've never done that. It's not like I'm gonna go with you and see Shang Chi and, and you know back when Jared was still living here. Like, oh man, let's go see Shang Chi. Like, nah, I already saw it, man. 
have fun. Hell, that has happened multiple times. I go see a movie with you, then Jared then be like, oh, yeah, let's go see this. I'm like, man, I already saw it with Samir. You took too long. Now, well. Oh, well, I have watched movies multiple times. All right. Because of separate group friends. group Separate group of friends. It's always just better to just unite your, your friend groups. Or, or are you on that George Costanza shit where, like, nah, this group got to stay away from this group. No, I, I, I make friends with osmosis all the time. Where the worlds are colliding. So, you got any more to chime in on this It Follows story, or can I go ahead and go next because you ain't lobbed me up? Because, once again, you're distracted by something. What the fuck you no, reading, bro? I'm <laughs> lobbing up another... I'm setting up another story. I'm probably put out in the next couple of seconds. Go ahead. Well, can you post it to Reddit so I don't have to fucking struggle to find it? Like, last week when I asked you to with whatever stuff... With the Xbox shit? It's, it's, more, it's more of a um, hot take thought piece. That I'm going to list a bunch of stuff. <laughs> It's not a story, and that's a hot take. You and your verbiage, man. Well, anyway, Microsoft sucks. Uh huh. Why? So, I don't know if you saw this, Samir, but you know, you are a proud PC owner. So, Microsoft has officially put a ban on, on all unauthorized third party controllers and accessories. So, I mean, I don't know how much unauthorized stuff there is out there and don't really know what's authorized. Actually, this is funny because I haven't even heard of this. So, um, I haven't heard of this issue at all. Uh, I've been a little busy this week. So, explain the story. Like, what do they mean by unauthorized third-party controllers and what platform are they talking about? Xbox or PC? I'm pretty sure it's both because it's all Microsoft. It just, hold on a second. So, I'm going to make no sense. story. Go ahead. All right. So, this is from Engadget. So Microsoft is putting its foot down when it comes to unauthorized controller use. The company has begun banning any third-party Xbox controllers and accessories that aren't part of the quote-unquote designed for Xbox and quote hardware partner program. A gamer posted the news to Resetta, no, Resestra, after plugging in an Xbox-compatible controller and receiving a notification from the ban. The error code is explained in detail on Microsoft's support blog. From the moment you connect an unauthorized accessory and receive error code 0x82D60002, you'll have two weeks to use the accessory, after which time it will then be blocked from use with the console. All right, Microsoft's advice, get in touch with the company that you bought the controller from and return it. A bit savage, but very unclear. All right, so Microsoft's motivation for the crackdown could could stem in part from a desire to block cheap devices like Cronus Zen. Uh, fellow gaming companies have been working hard to ban uh, their use during gameplay. Of course, Microsoft's decision could also stem from, prob- from probable increase in sales of their own controllers and accessories. All right, so Brook Gaming, who actually works on some of the products, they released a statement assuring that customers would spare... Um, that it would spare no effort to identify potential solutions to this new policy. In the meantime, it's likely that the sales and third-party Xbox um, manufactured products will drop. So I'm guessing it's only on Xbox. So it looks like you're in the clear, my dude. Why would it? Yeah, that's why I figured that. That was it didn't make any sense because PC. How are you gonna lock out all the all the keyboards, all the controllers? That makes no sense. Um, with that being said. Yeah, I can see why it's a big problem because there's so many third-party uh, controllers and implements you can use on uh, online games. So to stop all the cheating, I kind of see it. Um, yeah. 
But at the same time, it does suck. Because, yeah, I think it's fucked up because what if you can't get a refund and now you out like $170 because you bought this scuff controller with like 15 different, uh, you know, program programmable buttons and shit. I don't know scuff. Scuff should be ones they they let in. Scuff is pretty. I just use scuff as an example because it's like one of the most popular third party controllers. Yeah, but that other company, um, what was it Brick? Bro, uh, Bro, Brooke. Was it? Which, which Brooke? Brooke. Yeah, Brooke. 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 I Brooke. literally they, just said it. They make some pretty janky stuff though. Like not not janky in, in a in a, a pro quarter way. Janky in that you can tool the shite out of that stuff sometimes. Mm. Well, I'm so glad I don't have this problem. But, like I said, it sucks for anybody who bought a third-party controller. Because, like, yo, what if you bought, what if you got the controller as a gift and you didn't get no gift receipt? And your other controller done broke. Now you got to go shell $70 out for a new controller. Hmm. It's just ridiculous. All right. Samir? Yeah. In the words of Beetlejuice, it's showtime. Okay then. Um, so, <clears throat> I mean, okay. So I was uh, I was kind of turned off to this game from because of its implication uh, and implementation of its narrative. But it's been doing pretty good in the rounds uh, lately and getting a lot a good player count. And I'm talking about Liza P. So Liza P. Uh, released about a month and this a month or so ago, and uh, so far, pretty great reviews. People like it. And it already has a sequel teased uh, and upcoming DLC. So good for the people who love this game. No, I don't know anyone who plays it. Yeah, I know. A lot of your friends are kind of basic. So you're also talking about some of your friends as well, motherfucker. I mean, yeah. DJ, Devin, Hoopa. Kevin, Arsenio. Actually, I would say I would say Poopa does not have a uh, a basic taste in video gaming, and neither does DJ. Actually, Devin, Kevin, Arsenio, let's jump his ass next time he's in town, doing like the yeah. printer in office space. Arsenio definitely got a basic taste in gaming. Ain't no, ain't no shame. Arsenio, shoot him in the leg. We also got to give a congratulations to Arsenio. He actually worked on that NLE Chopper short. That it seems like I'll. I was the only one in the whole fucking friend group who watched it. Because mm. he texted to us in the group chat. I was going to watch it. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. If ifs and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. You've been off for two days. Why you ain't watching? I've been busy with stuff. Also, I don't I don't um, celebrate Christmas. That, that's offensive. I don't either. I don't get shit. All right, your story's next. Saying. I just teed it up. I teed it up for you. You happy? Your story's you next. You literally talked for all of two seconds. How about you talk about this fucking Nintendo Switch shit? Uh, they losing the Twitch app. So, sucks to be Nintendo Switch fans because Nintendo strikes again with this with this third-party app support. They suck. You going to go into more detail about that? I mean... I mean, I can, I can see when the date they're going to lose it. Um, Hang on. It says... So, let's see. Let's see what they mean by soon at this point. Um... Yes, removing the eShop is November 6th, which is in like three days, two days, three days as of this recording. So, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, that's supposed to be, uh, yeah, so y'all losing but, something else now. But, but, but then again, the Twitch app, did I even need the Twitch app? But, but if you have it, 
it will still be available for you. How is the Nintendo Switch? The Twitch is the only Twitch Switch you have, though. That's what I'm curious about. I don't know, but I was trying to tell everyone how long they got until they can actually use the app, but you kept cutting it's, me off. It, it, it really doesn't matter, Bernard. It's going to be gone. Okay. Also, they're working on... Right. Well, this might be because they're working on their next console, which um, could be really sometime in 2024. So That makes no sense, why. because if that was the case, because they also have Hulu, YouTube, um, there's several apps that you can use on the Switch, dude. That's crazy. I just find it weird. I mean, I, I, I can't speak for myself. I just don't use the, the Switch that way. I don't know. It feels like you have other pl- um, other platforms to use it on. You don't use your Switch at all. It's just probably in one of the damn boxes or somewhere collecting does. As a matter of no, fact, where is your Switch? It's next to my TV upstairs. I don't believe you for some reason. No, it's um, it's it's in this dock. It's not plugged in currently, but it's in it's in the dock sitting there next to my um, PS5. Um, and my, I just actually turned on my Asus Ally for a while. Now I want to start playing Diablo Four again. Now the season's out, so yeah. I see I'm what I'm talking about. Motherfucker, just stuff. be buying shit. Just let it be collecting dust. He got a Switch as a goddamn birthday present, and it's just it was collecting a good birthday dust. present. And you I mean, barely use that shit. When was the last time you played your Switch, Samir? When was the last time you played your Switch? Pl- I was playing Pokemon. What's this Inquisition? When was that? Uh, when the new one came out. You bought um, Acorus, Acorus, whatever the hell it was. No, not Arceus. No, the, the other one. Um, crap, why can't I remember the name of this uh, Pokemon game? I was just playing it a little while ago. Um, a little while ago. It was like three years ago. No, it was like earlier this year. Um, mm. Okay, you say so. I don't know, man. You seem to be in a little bit of hot water. July's they funneling down the drain. Why would I? Why would I be a lie? I own the game. I was playing it earlier this year. I mean, I'm no fan of Nintendo. I don't gotta sit there and lie and say I was playing the game. I'll tell you right now, I don't play them very often. All right. Well, so since Samir can't, I I thought he was looking up the name of the game, but I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just typing his ass off for no reason whatsoever. I was, so, yeah. Okay. I was playing. No, I was playing Scarlet. That's what it was. I was playing Pokemon Scarlet. All right. So. As much as I try to stay away from political news, I kind of got to bring this one up because it's also um, about a movie that we were supposed to re- review, but somebody didn't see it. I was going to say the dude in the black shirt, but we're both wearing black shirts. So the guy with the glasses, what movie was Joe Biden. Movie see? Yeah, Joe so Biden. Joe Biden is more worried about AI after watching Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, and honestly, I can't blame him because if you want to watch that movie. Your anxiety when it comes to artificial intelligence would have went up just a little bit more. Or in my case, Here, here's my problem. I have with the, here's my problem. I have with the fear of of um, AI. Can I, so, can, I, can, okay. I, can I tell a story? Can I read the article first? Fine. Then go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead all right. Go ahead. It's so, just... All right. So Joe Biden signed an executive order on Monday that will govern the development and use of artificial intelligence under a new set of industry standards. Under the new order, AI developers will be required to share safety test results with the government, <coughs> among other information. So um, Bruce Reed, no relation, who is uh, a deputy at the White House chief of staff said that Joe Biden was simultaneously impressed and alarmed by the plentiful deep fake images of himself that appear over the internet. Then he said uh, he saw how it can make bad poetry and he's seen and heard the incredible and terrifying technology of voice cloning 
which can take three seconds of your voice and turn it into an entire fake conversation. So Biden's last straw was when he saw mention of possible dead reckoning part one. The president was cozied up in his Maryland retreat, Camp David, with his percept when his perception of AI had changed forever. All right. So go ahead, get your spiel off. All right. Um I think the fear of the AI is pretty stupid. So here's the thing. This this whole if you're gonna fear AI and not fear the the person sitting next to you or the person across the street, it's silly. All right. Humans pose a bigger threat to themselves than anything else on this planet that you ever create. So quite frankly, if we're already on the political subject, Joe Biden, get on gun control if you're worried about something. All right. Look at these jokers. No, I'm serious. Look at these fucking shit birds. We can't let them back in smearing shit on the walls of democracy. Now, hey, I know I'm old as fuck. I get it, America. I'm tired. I'm slowing down. I make Al Pacino look like Timothy fucking Chalamet. I know I wasn't your first choice in 2020. Hell, I wasn't my first choice. You think I like getting a syringe of B12 plunged in my ass every morning just to stay alert enough to run this country? Shit, no. But these are the cards we're dealt, Jack. I'm going to be so hopped up on goofballs and cocaine. I'm going to make Don Jr. look normal. Reality is I can't step down and let who? Kamala run? Have you seen her as Veep? Get the fuck out of here. My priorities in 2024. Number one is I'm not the guy who sent a violent clown brigade to kill Nancy Pelosi. So all I can say is a vote for me is a vote for four more years of holding fascism at bay. Or as long as this ticker keeps pumping a minimal amount of blood for consciousness. And if you can't tell this is an AI generated voice, then lots of luck in your senior year. Whatever the fuck that right. means. Just trying to, but Congress, but Congress keeps blocking them. Okay, same I get it. Yeah, okay. Same way he tried to cancel student debt. Congress said nope. I mean, all right. people need to realize that the president really ain't got no power. Yes, yeah, so only, what I'm saying really is... There's so much he can do. You're correct. So what I'm saying is global warming, gun gun violence, um, uh, uh, health care. All this stuff will kill you way before AI can. Stop worrying about AI. It ain't happening. All right, no time soon. What is happening is global warming and, and, and shitty health care and gun violence. All right, you're more likely to die in a mass shooting than anything else. Dude, once again, Congress. Al Gore tried to warn the government almost 30 years ago about global warming to the point where he wrote a book about it. And did you, did you, did did they listen to him? Apparently they didn't, Samir. Yeah. So once again, the president is really just a figurehead. It's just like the Queen of England. You know who got all the who got all the power in in the UK? The prime fucking minister in Parliament. Yeah, but still fuck the Queen. I mean, she did. So that's necrophilia. Yeah. Well, who cares? All right, God dang, the British Empire and and um, Parliament can suck hey, my balls. I, hey, all right. I'm reeling you in. You ain't, you ain't got no time for no tangent shit. Okay. No, no more tangents. But yeah, man. I mean, I get it, especially, bro. So since you didn't watch the movie and it's available to watch online, and I'm pretty sure you yeah, I'm been getting around to it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a little behind on that one, <laughs> bro. I'm trying to catch my wife up to watch all the Mission Impossible's because now I'm like, yo, the I want to watch this movie now. The entity tricked Ethan into going a certain way, and it got uh, what was old? What was Rebecca Ferguson's character's name? I can't remember. I forget. It's just I just call her Rebecca Ferguson because she's hot. Yeah, but so. Wait, you gonna get this boy right there? You gonna get You suck. Move on. I don't wanna hear about talking about this no more. I was gonna watch the movie. You suck. Now you gonna tell me it was spoiled now? You you should you should have watched it like three months ago when we were supposed to review it. Bro, you better not hope I don't watch something before you can I'm gonna spoil it for you now. 
You don't start. You don't watch nothing before me, bro. I watch every damn thing. I usually watch shit as soon as I get home. That's why I'm sick and tired of Amazon and Disney Plus doing these time these time releases. It's like, yo, I wanted to watch Invincible season two when I got home yesterday. Couldn't. Why? Because now it drops at eight o'clock p.m. It's like stop that shit. And uh, somebody said, somewhere Tom Cruise is really proud of the work he's done on this film, but he's also probably laughing. This is wild, but hey, whatever gets our leisure to understand the good and bad of AI. But Samir, you got a story, or you want to go ahead and get into our reviews because we're already. Oh wait, I got the big Marvel story. So um, you got any more news, or you want to go ahead and get this out the way? I mean, I got a story. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I got a story we can get talk about. I don't know what, what time are we at. It's only thirty minutes in. What do you mean we got all these reviews? We don't have any uh, reviews. Well, what do you, t- my dude? Four episodes of Doctor Who, Five Nights at Freddy's, uh-huh. Gen uh-huh. V, Invincible, uh-huh. Loki. Uh-huh. That's fine. Uh-huh. We can cram. First off, Doctor Who can get crammed really quick. We don't, we're not going to watch every. We're not going to um, critique every single episode. Of Doctor, Who. Doctor Who is Doctor Who. So let's just say let's just cram that to one review. Uh, we'll talk about each episode, but it's not going to be that long or that in depth. You, you act like it's going to take that long. No, no, but we're probably going to be talking about Gen V in depth and Loki and Invincible in depth. So that's probably like thirty minutes right there. And Five Nights at Freddy's is going to be uh, spoiler people. We're going to rip on it. The movie is not great, but. It's fun that people have fun with. Well, that's why I didn't mention Five Nights at Freddy's. I only got like five minutes to talk about that. All right. You got your story? All right. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, speaking of, uh, uh, since we're on um, politics at this point, if you're feeling bogged down by, uh, you know, what's been going on in, in the news and overseas and whatnot with various uh, conflicts in Israel and Palestine and other things like that, there are a number of things you can do to stay abreast of, of a number of social issues you can do. So I've actually been looking at a bunch of graphic novels by various authors and artists that touch on a number of issues. So, for instance, we have uh, activism, the story of Marjorie, uh, the story of Marjorie the Stoneman Douglas shooting, which talks about the Stoneman Douglas shooting in, um, in uh, Florida. And then we also have other things that's a little more lighthearted, like Go With The Flow, which is a high school student story uh, that embarks on female empowerment and women's health issues. So I'm going to try to talk about one of these a week going forward in the, in the, in the near future. All right. We're going to touch on all these and, uh, and, uh, you know, just have a thought piece on one thing every episode. Just, just one. I'll try to knock out at least a graphic number a week. My dude. Yes. You going to be reading these? Yeah. They're all graphic novels. Okay, because once again, you just be trying to throw hell mirrors on the podcast without any type of discussion. But I'm like, I ain't got time to read this. Shit I tried this. I tried. I tried discussing with you. You didn't want to talk about it. When did you try to discuss it with me? I said, "Hey, yo! Instead of just talking about it on the podcast, we can go ahead and put it in the Twitter bio." You said, "No, let's not do that. Let's have a topic about it." I said, "Okay, then." And this is a topic. Oh, so this was your way of trying to, you know. Sneak the. Free I wasn't thinking anything. You said you said you would talk about it so we not just that because honestly that sucks too. And there's also a graphic novel I'm talking about. Um, that's gonna I'm gonna critique a graphic novel next week about that particular issue. Yes, but you know there's a bunch of other graphic uh, issues that you can talk about. And if you don't want to read books and watch reviews on them, there are a wide plethora of graphic novels that have, many of them have great art and wonderful and, and uh, wonderful writers uh, that can tell you about a lot number of issues. 
Anyways, point is, some quote Marcus Garvey before white folks uh, gentrified it. Just stay woke. Did Marcus Garvey say that? Yeah, he he. That's where that came from. It's a Marcus Garvey poem. Okay, and I don't know the exact yeah, one, but yeah, Marcus Garvey wrote a poem, and it was something along the lines of that. That's where the term woke came from. It came from him, and then you know, then it got co-opted. Okay. What you had to fact check me? Yes. Bitch. All right. Uh, what are we? Uh, what are we doing? Are we talking about Blade now, or are we going to just jump into the reviews? Because well, it's not no, sometimes it's, we didn't it's, talk it's, about. It's, it's it's more than Blade. It's everything Marvel at the moment. All right. So I got a lot of Marvel news. So since Samir already brought up Blade, Mahershala Ali said, "You know what, man." If y'all can get this shit together, I'm fucking leaving, okay? Because so far, this movie has gone through five writers and two directors. And now they want to start over. So they brought in a new writer, uh, Michael Green, who wrote Logan. And now the film is supposed to be being made under a budget of less than $100 billion. So here's my question, Marvel, Disney. If y'all can make these movies for less than what they were being made for, why didn't you do that from Jump Street? And why is this one specifically being made with less budget? Is it because well, he's a black actor? No, his, his time is probably not saying the same. It's probably uh, they cut the VFX or something got cut. It, 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 I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be pessimistic, but it sounds like we got a, a, a downgrade in quality of this project. Yeah, at this point, just turn it into a damn um, Disney Plus show. But, all right. So, the main thing that everyone's been talking about more or less throughout the past week. So, this is an article from Variety. You know, one of my favorite sources to get all of my, you know, film and television news. So, here's the uh, the title. Crisis at Marvel. Jonathan Major's backup plans. The Marvel's reshoots. Reviving Avengers, original Avengers, and more issues resolved. So, this past summer, a group of Marvel creatives, including studio chief Kevin Feige, assembled in Palm Springs for the studio's annual retreat. Most years, the vibe would have been confident, even cocky, given how the premier superhero brand, now owned by Disney since 2009, has remade the entertainment business in its image. But... This occasion was angst-ridden. Everyone at Marvel was reeling from the series of disappointments on screen. A legal scandal involving one of the biggest stars, one of its biggest stars, and questions about the viability of the studio's ambiguous strategy to expand the brand beyond movies into streaming. The most pressing issue to be discussed at the retreat was what to do about Jonathan Majors, the actor who had been poised to carry the next phase of Marvel, uh, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but instead is headed into a high-profile trial in New York later this month on domestic violence charges. The actor insists he is the victim, but the damage to his reputation and the chance he could lose the case has forced Marvel to reconsider its plans to center the next phase of its interlocking slate of sequels, spinoffs, and series around Major's villainous character, Kane the Conqueror. At the gathering of Palm Springs, executives discussed backup plans, including pivoting to another comic book adversary like Doctor Doom, but making any shift would carry his own headaches. Majors was already a big presence in the MCU, including as including as the scene-stealing antagonist in February's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and has been positioned as the franchise's next big thing in this season of Loki. 
um, particularly in the finale. So, damn, fucking spoiler much variety, um, which airs November 9th and sets up Kane as the titular star of the fifth Avengers film in 2026. So, all right. Marvel has truly fucked up the whole Kang angle, says one of the top filmmakers who has seen the uh, final Loki episode, and they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite until recently because of the WGA strike, but I don't see a path to how they move forward with him. Beyond the bad press of majors, the brain trust that Marvel is also grappling with the November release of The Marvels, a sequel to 2019's blockbuster Captain Marvel that has been plagued with lengthy reshoots and now appears to underwhelm, likely to underwhelm at the box office. This is an unprecedented turn of fortune for the company that has nearly that has enjoyed nearly an uninterrupted string of hits ever since it started independently producing movies with 2008 Iron Man. That wildly profitable run culminated in the 2.8 billion success of 2019's Avengers Endgame, a high water mark for the studio that has earned nearly 30 billion dollars for over 32 films. Replicating that kind of phenomenon is never easy. However, the source of Marvel's current troubles can be traced back to 2020. So basically when the pandemic came and basically fucked Disney up because they decided to, hey, hey, let's do Disney Plus and so on and so forth. But according to the plan, um, there would never be a lapse in superhero fare with either film in theaters or a new television series streaming at any given moment. But the ensuing tsunami of spandex proved too much of a good thing, and the demands of churning out so much programming taxed the Marvel apparatus. Moreover, the need to tease out an interwoven storyline over so many um, desperate shows, movies, and platforms created a muddled narrative that baffled viewers. All right. So, the Marvel machine was pumping out a lot of content did it get to the point where there was just too much and were they burning people out on superheroes? It's possible. So that was a quote from Wall Street analyst Eric Handler, who covers Disney. I guess he works at Variety. So the more you do, the tougher it is to maintain quality. They tried experimenting with breaking in some new characters like Shang-Chi and Eternals with mixed results. With budgets as big as those, you need home runs. Uh, I think Shang-Chi made bank eternals we already know it didn't so the marvels which opens up yeah please look that up for me the marvels which opens up on november 10th will struggle to get the ball past the infield at least by marvel's outside standards the movie which cost 250 million dollars and sees brie lawson reprising her role as captain marvel which is tracking to open at 75 to 80 million dollars which is far below the 185 million dollars dr strange and the multiverse of madness took domestically in his debut weekend last year so, all right. I don't know about that tracking. I mean, look, you can all you can track all you want. You don't know until it yeah. drops. With that being said, though, okay. First off, Shang Chi it it made the budget was anywhere from one fifty to two hundred million, and it banked in four hundred thirty. That, that that's okay. You said um, one fifty to two hundred. Yeah. And no, that's in, not okay. That's not okay. It yeah. It, it barely broke even. Yeah, <laughs> that's like Fast X. <laughs> yeah, and it's oof. all right. I mean, I love Sean. Sean was a good movie too. It sucks that they don't have enough. Anyways, so the problem, I don't know. They're 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 in a, a moment here because right now, as a fan, uh, or at least reluctant fan of, of Marvel, uh, the MCU, they don't have a, a a real horse in the race right now. It's like Brie Larson is done because she's tired of the BS. Uh, Blade is 
almost dead in the water. Um, they they stay they they dropped Jonathan Majors for not for for the, for the nonsense he's not that happened dropped to him. yet. He's, he's not dropped yet. It's looking they're, dicey. They're talking about it. So basically, what they want to do is they want to basically, I don't know, maybe in the Kang Dynasty have Doom come out of right field, kill Kang, take the power. Away That's dumb. The, the That's dumb. Wars. That would be that would be dumb. Okay, no, let the man let 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 uh, Kang be your big bad. Okay, Jonathan Samir. has been good so far. What Samir? They're thinking about what if he gets uh, found guilty. So they're He's thinking of a so backup far, plan. Samir. That case is already blown out of the water. They know what's going on. S- all right? Samir. He's a he's a black man who got accused of hitting a white woman in New York. Yeah, I know. Why? Because racist cops. This is why I say A cab. Alright, so pretty knows they're all assholes. <sighs> so this article is very lengthy. I'm not gonna read all of it. That was more or less a, a quarter of what I of it. So basically. I also think Nia DaCosta doesn't give two shits about the Marvels either because Marvel seems to have this thing where they need to have all their hands in the bucket and don't let the director do what the director does. That's like that's the main reason Joss Whedon left after Age of Ultron. Uh, that's why Edgar Wright left Ant-Man. That's why Scott Derrickson didn't come back for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Everybody's giving Nia yeah. DaCosta crap because she's working on pre-production on another movie she's directing. While also working on post production of the Marvel, well, well, was working on post production of the Marvels, but yeah, man, it's it's, it's very tricky. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a little disappointed now because I just spent fifty dollars on this big ass book. If you're looking at the screen, the glare, the Marvel Studios, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and official timeline. So, remember that uh, Spider Man book I had back in the day? The official was guide? that necessary? Was that necessary? To, I mean, I, I mean, do you, man? If you want to put that on your shelf, great. I don't know if that's necessary, but the, the timeline is pretty easy to read. Yeah, but this also fixed like a lot of errors that are in the timeline. Like the main one that everyone had an issue with was Spider-Man: Homecoming. How the hell did that take place eight years later? Because when they, when they did that whole eight-year time jump or whatever at the beginning of the movie, where um, what was it? Uh. Remember the uh, the cold opening with with damage control, and then they did the time jump with Peter going to uh, Germany. Yeah. So 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 that it fixes a lot of errors. So this that is actually like an done. error to me. I, that seems like it made sense. No, I mean as far as the year goes. I guess it's, I, mean, I had a problem with that. And this, I mean, because yeah, you, you just watch shit, then you just be like, okay. Don't say that. Because if anyone who just watches shit is you, okay? Okay, how so? When when no symbolism if it bit him in the face. Like literally, like I'm looking at the content. So basically it starts with the distant past and it breaks it down to the 30s, 40s, 50s, the 60s, uh the 70s through the 90s to 2000 to 2010s, all the way up until like 2018 to 2023. And then also 2025, and it does a breakdown of vibranium and what if. So, but I'm also still waiting for my uh, book from Joanna Robinson, the MCU, the uh, Rise of Marvel Studios. That's supposed to be getting delivered tomorrow. I hate Amazon sometimes because I ordered all this stuff at the same time, and it was just like, I don't know. Oh, I have you, no problem. Amazon. You'll get this stuff. So you've never had your order split. You can you cannot split them. Just put them together. No, no, I tried that. 
So I got this and some new AirPod, AirPod tips. I, one day, I don't know what to and tell the you, book Bernard. is coming on Saturday. I don't tell you, Bernard. You have you just have the words. Did you step on a leprechaun or something and just you cursed yourself? Is that what happened? Is there like a dead leprechaun on the bottom of your shoe right now? I would have made and his and his family and his family cursed you. You had the worst look in everything. That's why I don't like Amazon. It's like, why my packages get on time every time? What what's wrong with you? Oh, right. I never get stuff on time. It's like, like I you said, you said you had some weird. Every time you come with some weird anecdote about how something doesn't work for you, it's so you funny. always uh, you always add some extra shit to it. I never said I never get them on time. I just said this one time they split my fucking order. Then why would you say you hate Amazon? They're not a perfect system. Nothing is completely perfect. I mean, you're the only reason they hate that. Amazon. Because I wanted to read that book. Because this is basically a coffee table book for me. Okay, well, look. Like I said, there's a lot of reasons to hate Amazon. But that ain't one of them. Alright, just saying. Who said I hate Amazon? I just said they suck for one damn thing. Okay, yeah. Alright. I'm putting words in my mouth. Look, sir. You put words in your mouth. Alright. Okay, stop twisting my fucking words. Is that better? No. Well, I really hope they don't recast or decide to kill off Kane because I hope they keep him like at his original capacity that they had him in before. That's what I want. Don't change his capacity. You were planning to make him the big bad, the huge, the era of the of this current um, um, Marvel. Then go ahead. It's like I don't oh, know I who, who, who's going. These are just random people talking at the summit to Kevin Feige. So I have a question. So I was listening to uh, the Ringerverse podcast today. Shout out to uh, the Midnight Boys and the dudes at the Ringerverse. And they were also talking about this Variety article. So they, they, they actually raise a very interesting question. Do you think after Endgame, Marvel should have just like went cold for like two or three years and just let everyone die, live with the ramifications of in-game. It's hard to say. I don't know if that would have been the right thing to do. Maybe. I mean, it, it, no, because when, when everything goes sideways was the pandemic, Pat, uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away, and yeah. Um, yeah, if they didn't lose steam because of those two huge factors, we they would have been fine. But they had to re- they had to course correct severely from the Chadwick Boseman because and the. Uh, he was, the Black Panther was supposed to drive the um the the MCU going forward. Him and and uh, Tom Holland and um and Brie Larson was supposed to drive the dang MCU. But Brie Larson is a victim of toxic fan base because I don't know why people don't like women. Who knows? I like Brie Larson. I like Captain Marvel. I don't know what the problem is, but people didn't like her, and then she got tired of the nonsense. Like she she got better things to do. All right, sitting there taking hate all the time. Chadwick Boseman tragically passed away before this time. And then Tom Holland, he been sitting in the wind, flapping in there, just doing his own thing. And Sony acting out, acting out. You know, it's just a whole thing. They can't get their shit right. Bro, I fucking hate you. What? You literally just said what I said last week and slightly remixed it. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly what happened. You just asked me what you. That's a, what you said last week is the answer to the question now. Why did you ask the question? Do you want me to uh, pair what you said last week? It's the same thing. <laughs> Plagiarism. <laughs> it's not plagiarism. <coughs> but it's true. It's like Letitia. Now, they could put Letitia Wright in, in the forefront. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Like, what is she doing? Who knows? I don't know. Letitia might be done as well. The way the way they went after her. 
I mean, I mean, the way everybody went after her when you know Wakanda Forever came out, it's like nah. If you a woman and you work in Marvel, and and all of a sudden you know you get powers or or you or you the or you the hero, people don't really fuck with you. Like I'm glad Amon Vellani isn't getting any slander. So thank goodness for that. I mean, nobody's going after Lapita. Um, Lapita's in good graces right now because she got dumped and she just been going on a fuck you spree on on Twitter. I mean, oh, yeah, that's right. Instagram. So so she kind she so she kind of safe at the moment. I mean, they even did the same thing to Tatiana Bislani for She Hulk. Yeah, but I honestly feel like they maybe should have tapered off. I really feel like they just need to go away for a little bit. Bree Stratter, she, uh, she's not even anything right now. Who, Letitia? Yeah, I mean, she's she got projects. I'm not. She's working. I'm just saying, Marvel wise, she's not tied to anything. Yeah. I mean, they don't. They're, they're not thinking. You got to remember. Also, Kevin Feige is oversaturated. I really feel like if there was no Marvel stuff on Disney Plus, we would be fine. The MCU would be fine. Because now it seems like, yeah, some of Phase Four had to be made, but do we really give a shit about an Echo show? Is Echo going to go any further in the in the MCU? That, because, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Correct. So hold on, wait. Let me finish this real quick because I only on. feel yeah. like this show is really only a a set piece to set up Daredevil: Born Again because Charlie Cox is in. I don't know if you watched the trailer that they dropped today, but I you saw. see Daredevil for all of two seconds, and obviously you see Kingpin. So here's my problem with some of these. You know, I love Marvel shows. I like the idea of Marvel shows, but they need to matter. Like, Moon Knight, as much as I like the show, does that show matter? Is he going to come up? No. If he's not going to go anywhere, then no. He ain't gonna, he's not going to matter. Now, WandaVision matter. That show, I, don't change a thing, okay? Loki matters. Uh, what else matters? The shows too? I like, mean, does, does She-Hope matter? Is she, are we going to see She-Hope again? I would love to see her again. She, are we going to see her but again? You know, but but you know how it is with She-Hulk. She-Hulk's always been that person where, you know, she's had a book and you don't really see her anywhere else. Yeah, but she's also a staple Avengers character. She's been on the Avengers team more times than most other characters. I get that, Samir. But also... She's also a Fantastic Four alumni either. Also, like she's been on that team for a minute. She too. ain't been in the Fantastic Four since the 80s. She had a, she had a good run on that, that team for a minute. All right? So I'm saying that she's 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 a she's a Swiss Army knife of a character. Everyone likes Jen. No, she is. She is, but also, like I'm saying, bro, people they don't utilize She Hulk in the comics as much as you think. Like, think about it. I know how much Samir, they utilize her. Samir, no, let me let me get this shit off real quick. So before Jason Jason Aaron's run on Avengers, where he put her on the team, where was the last time you saw She Hulk in like anything big? You saw her in the prelude. You saw her in the prelude to um, Civil War Two, and then she had a, a solo right after Civil War Two ended. Exactly, and Samir, that Samir and that led into that no, led into I, Jason Samir. Aaron's um, run. No, yeah, it did. No, bro, Jason Aaron just ended his run last year. He was writing that book since 2018. Civil War Two was like 2014, 15. Nah, it was 2015. Let me look this up real quick. Hang on. Sixteen. That's even worse. Okay. So then, so then, She Hulk's book took place twenty seventeen, right? Yes. And then, how long did that run? 
Uh, just under a year. Okay, so that dropped her at 2018, right? And then when did Jason Aaron take over? 2020? I, be- I believe it was, no, I believe it was 18 or 2018 or 2019. So then, great, she ran from her solo, but which unfortunately didn't last that long, to uh, to the to the Jason Aaron front. I don't know how long she was on that team, but she was, she was that's on the team she- till the book ended. Okay, so there you go. She had a, you can track her for the last several years in, in current Marvel publication. So don't act like she's a, she's a D-list character that got limbo. All right, they use her frequently. I'm trying to find when the hell. I still think Bendis was wrong for putting her in the coma, though. God dang Bendis. That might have been an editorial decision. It was dumb. I don't care. Whoever thought, whoever thought that was a good idea, she'd get fired. They ain't put Bruce in a coma. Bruce got shot in the head by Hawkeye. Yeah, Bruce Banner got shot in the head. Now, did the Hulk get put in the coma? No, they didn't he try to hold like that, did they? He got resurrected and made a mindless drone by the hand. Did you not read Civil War Two? Yeah, I read that. So you forgot all about that, huh? I don't care about Debbie Fathers. How about that? He don't matter. How you- this is what I'm talking about when you be pissing me off. You try to make a point, and then when I try to, when then when I shut down your point, oh, I didn't give a fuck in the first place. Make it make sense, Samir. All, right. all right. So, anyways, the reason why that happened is because Bruce Banner himself got shot through the air by Hawkeye. That's why all that went down. If Jennifer Walters got put into a coma because of some nonsense, I might take that. But no, she hope fully hoped out, got murked. That's what I had a problem with. Okay, they didn't shoot. The Hulk through the through the uh, skull with an arrow that shot Bruce Banner while he was taking drugs suppressed the Hulk. He was at his weakest when they killed him. Fine, makes sense. He wasn't Jim doing any was, drugs. Yeah, he was suppressing the Hulk. He, he was doing his experiments on himself to suppress the Hulk. But he was also about to Hulk out when Clint shot him in the head. Yeah, well, he was doing something weird to himself. There was the point is he wasn't himself in that situation. All right, that's why. In fact, that's why Clint got the shot off. All right, any other time, the Hulk would have caught that arrow. All right, I seen the I seen the uh, Bruce Banner get pulled out on and get shot at, and the Hulk catch the bullet. All right, remember that limo? Uh, what, what book was that? That was in um, that was in during the new the, the Inhumans uh, uh tie in with uh uh Spider Girl. Yeah, and she she had teamed up with a bunch of Avengers. Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner being one of them, and he got into a limo with a bunch of um, AIM agents, and they shot him, and he hoped out immediately. All right, after the shot rang off, after he got shot. Okay, so no, the Hulk will all the time catch the bullet. Okay, but he didn't catch it that time because Bruce was doing something to it. All right, again, he was at his weakest. It was not normal circumstances, but Jen was ready to go in a fight, gets hit by goddamn war machines. Missiles and gets laid the f out. That was disrespectful. That business did that. Now because I could have, because I could have sworn. Bro, Brody, Brody, Brody got, Brody got murked, and then his missiles fired off and hit Jen, and she was down for the whole fight and in a coma. I'm like, what the hell was going on? I seen this woman get eviscerated by Wendigo, okay, and still and get up. Might, and and that might have been a very specific missile to take out a Titan. I don't know. It's been a minute since we both read Civil War II, so I feel like we, we both might have to go back and give that a revisit. Just to, nah, you know, that was that was that was silliness. I remember I remember Twitter and I, I remember uh, Reddit going sideways because it's like, what's going on with Jim's healer factor? It don't work no more. You know, it was dumb. Honestly, honestly, dude, I think I'm done with Reddit. 
Why? Because people on there are stupid. So, which thread are you guys? On? It was a Spider-Man thread. Sorry, guys. Quick tangent before we do our reviews. So, <clears throat> somebody said, "What's the worst thing to happen to um, Spider-Man?" Somebody said, "Ultimate uh, Ultimate Spider-Man." I hate Brian Michael Bendis. I'm glad they never let him write anything in the six one six. So I'm like, my dude. I'm like, no, but you heard the last part I said, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Avengers, that's new Avengers, Mighty Avengers, Dark yeah. Avengers, uh, Secret Warriors. Uh, right. What but, else has been this written? It's but like, did bro, you read? Did Siege. you read the comments? But yeah, did you read the comments to that comment though? I bet. Yeah. I bet they tore. I bet they tore him apart. Oh no! I was the one who tore him apart. I'm at like 280 some likes right now. Okay, so why would you say you hate Reddit when people backed you up and and, and, and threw a like? Oh, oh, it's, it's it's not just that one. I only brought that one up because it was comic related. The other one's I feel like if guy. you write off if you write off the entirety of Reddit, though, that doesn't make sense. Okay, Reddit is the best Reddit I'm in. Is that better? Is that yeah? Better? You that, in? That, okay, that, yeah. That don't don't act like Reddit's the problem. You the problem. You the common denominator here. I'm out of the problem. It's the people in the subreddits who say stupid shit. Like this one guy, he's just been going in on Will Smith this whole time. I'm like, yo, bro, did Will Smith fuck your mom in the 80s or something? It's like, what? seriously. Again, what subreddit are you in? This with is that, a brilliant that. idiot subreddit. It's like, what does Will Smith have to do with the brilliant idiots podcast? I don't know. I don't follow brilliant. I don't know who they are. Okay. But Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz. Oh, well, they talk about stuff like that all the time. But so they yeah, already talked about it. Samir, no, he, no he, he just like spamming it. Then I went to his profile. You're, t- you're tired of that, 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 that situation. Now, everyone else isn't. Everyone else is still making jokes about it. Oh, oh, nah, he tired down, nah, nah, he getting downvoted. He's been getting downvoted well, a lot. Well, probably because he said something dumb. From the subreddit. No, he just posting a bunch of dumb shit. Like, bro, he posted one. He was like, uh, what was it? Soft rap versus... Uh, Versus uh, Thug Rap. So he, he did like a clip of Will and Tupac rapping. Somebody said, Alive Rap versus Dead Rap. <laughs> but yeah. So, sometimes Reddit makes me sick. All right. I, I think well, I think a bunch of idiots doesn't shouldn't suck you away from a whole platform. Reddit is a large, vast platform. And it, to quit it because of a couple of comments doesn't make sense. Just saying. Samir. But in the words of Hank Hill, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Yeah, well, I mean, if that's enough to take you off a platform, you're not going to survive because there's idiots everywhere. Yeah, and I'm and I'm usually good at avoiding those idiots. I ain't come across no stupid idiots yet on Twitter. But oh. then again, <laughs> really what you talk about? Like Are you on Twitter? <laughs> what you mean? You ain't come? Are you serious? Twitter's way worse than Reddit. Yeah, but I don't. It's not like I go on a deep dive and like look at like what's trending and shit. Like, like I just look at the people I follow tweets. That's it. Yeah, but then look at the comments of those tweets. I bet you there'll be some nah, stupidity in there. I don't do that. Yeah, I mean there might uh, be, but I don't really do it. I really don't. Okay, do so don't, don't sit there and the fact that you can go ahead and not do that in Reddit then. No, nah, you know, no, no, because what I do is I scroll the feed just like Twitter. Then there'll just be that one dumbass post that comes right up. It's you like, can really forget those posts, like you're. You're blaming Reddit for your for your inability to let something go. It just seems kind of weird. Just saying, it's a weird take. All right. Uh, so, are we doing all the Marvel news? Because I can we can talk about a little bit of BlizzCon um, uh, announcements. I thought you didn't have no more stories, man. Why are you I, trying to keep I, it? I, here? I got shit to do. 
Well, you could have said that. Now, you've been rushing me the whole time, but normally... Samir, I told you three... Samir, I told you when I text you, it's 8 o'clock good. I got something to do tonight. Yeah, right. Sure. You didn't give I me even time. said it on... You didn't give me, you didn't give me time. You said it's 9 o'clock. So, your time is 9 o'clock. You need to go, you need to go at 9 o'clock. When is your thing? When is your thing? Dude, when is your thing? Saying is, when is your started. thing? They already started! Then why didn't you say that? Why did you push the episode back? I tell you all the time. Let's read the schedule. Yeah. Samir, once again, I have to edit these podcasts. Okay. I don't want to be editing on like late Saturday night. I like to go to sleep. I like to fucking play Super Mario Wonder. I like to do other shit. As do I. But no. The plan is to leave the house by like 10 30, 11 o'clock. That's why I'm not trying to do a two hour episode. So please do the BlizzCon stuff. Let's All right, well, we can go ahead and be done with it. I, I, we'll just get Blake on then. Go ahead. You want to just do what, something else? What? Bro, just get into it. Do it. We can go to our reviews now. Go. Samir. Let's do the reviews. Do some, yeah. You want to leave? Just go. I'm going to get you out of here. Let's go do the reviews. All right. All right. Quick bit of news. So, apparently, Doctor Who is being rebranded as season one when Shuti Gato comes into play uh, sometime next year. I don't know why. Just, just keep it going with, like, series, like, 15 or whatever. I mean, series 14, but yeah. So let's go ahead and get into these Doctor Who reviews. All right. So we're reviewing episodes four, five, and six. All right. Episode four. What was episode four? Samir, help a brother out. Uh, let me see. Hang on. Episode four was the strat- the Santorum strategy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Martha came back, my dude. Yep, and they. Oh, that's the next episode. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Three. No, that six. was it. No, that was this episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we got to do Planet of the Ood because oh, it was yeah. three through six. Yeah. So, what did you think of Planet of the Ood? So once again, uh, so we were not on at, Earth. Right, we weren't. When you look at fictional races, it's really interesting to look at their anatomy and wonder why it makes sense if it makes sense at all. Like as much as I like centaurs, they they make no sense uh, anatomy wise. Their L, their yeah. spine is in an L shape. It's all kinds of nonsense there. The Ood is one of those creatures. What the heck? How would something evolve to keep its brain in its hand? How does that make sense? What is the advantages of that? Why do they have, you know, two arms and two legs? Maybe they should have been a little more bento. Maybe they should have made them more insectoid, you know? Or or more uh or more uh cephalopod like. You know, I'm just saying it would have been similar. Cool. Because this way you can get a bunch of extras and put them in an Ood suit. Yes, exactly. But now you have something that doesn't make sense on a uh, on a on a scientific scale. But it's all silly. My, my dude, where, where where the fuck be this energy for Star Wars and Star Trek? Oh, no, you don't remember when Star Trek got, got uh, Star Trek Star Wars got ripped apart when they put uh, uh when they when the promotional poster for a uh, Force Awakens came up and there was a Phillips head screwdriver in there, a Phillips head screw. Yeah, that that stuff like that happens and people rip it apart. And this is one of those situations also. Anyways, what um, the fuck that got to do with aliens not being human? I mean, look, being humanoid. No, that's they can look humanoid to a certain degree. That's fine. The issue is keeping your brain something very squishy and vulnerable and and tied to your existence out of your body, unprotected, in your hand. Like they, they, they what? How do they hold this thing to their body? What do they walk around with one hand? Is one hand always occupied? That's that's what I I'm mean, getting at. This is. I mean, this is our second time seeing the Ood, and their one hand is always occupied, so I'm going to go and say yes. 
That sounds terrible. Like, if, it would have been really cool if they had, like, maybe two vestigial uh, uh, limbs coming out of the chest that held and manipulated the, the brain for certain um, tasks. That would have been kind of cool. It would have took some budget. Unfortunately, this show never has that. But whatever. Um, no, also, no, no, stop, stop, stop with the slander because I told you multiple times. For some reason, when Matt Smith came in, that's when the budget got bigger. So then, exactly, it's a budget thing. Yes, but you said like it that it never had. I didn't see Doctor Who got. I know, but Doctor Who got Disney money now coming up. So, thank God. This this All episode right. was very heart heartbreaking because the simple fact that these people were. Torturing the ooze and cutting off their second brain, which was what's, basically what's the is, to the high. Yeah, brain. You, what's, what's funny? You had a black guard captain and a in a South Asian uh, uh, executive assistant watching sitting oh, here watching this oppression uh, go down. She 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 was in episode two. She was Queen Jamila. She oh, in Attack okay. of the Clones. Yeah. Oh, but okay. Once again, anyway, anyways. We don't know if these people are human. We just know they look human. We don't know if they're from Earth. You gotta remember this takes they place are... in like the year four thousand something. Yes, they do. So, so I was about to get to that. So they're so far in the future that stuff like that aren't don't even yeah. compute to them anymore. Yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> you know, it's like that you can't even you will say you black like, nah. You want you want them to be like, damn, this is wrong. Hey, it's right. We must free the air. Like nah, it's forty one twenty six. We need slaves. Yeah, exactly. Blackout whipping the whipping the slave. Like, what is this? What is going on here? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that, that, that's so the, the thing. Ood decided to clap back, and you know they broke the circle, bro. That one, ood, I'm like, yo, props to him, yo. He he basically did what 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 Lance was doing to what's it, Lance? I think it was Lance. What Lance was doing to Donna, he was poisoning that guy and slowly turning him into an ood. So I got a question. Why was God? Why is there a male pattern baldness problem in year four thousand? I feel like we can manipulate our genes to the point where we can get rid of stuff like that. I don't know, bro. Maybe he ain't got no hymns. This episode of the Angel Blurs podcast was sponsored by For Hymns. Having a erectile dysfunction? Go to For Hymns. It seems like he has money, so it's like I don't see why. That would be a thing. Anyway, this is me nitpicking. Point is, episode was fine. It was a. Uh, I like how gross the aliens looked. So that was cool. You thought the guy pulled his gross. mask off and coughed out his brain? Yeah, they definitely are. They're definitely pretty grotesque. And I mean, I mean, the coughing out the brain, the coughing out the brain was the the the, the one thing. I'm like, ugh. All right. Also, did that brain eat like, that guy? Or did he just fall into the brain matter? What happened? It zapped him or something like that. He like remember no, the, the, the doctor, the, the the resistance fighter got pushed over the railing and fell into the brain. What happened to him? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe the brain like absorbed him because remember, like 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 it it opened up and he like kind of I don't know. He just yeah. So the, what people don't brain know acid is or that, something. What people don't know is brain matter when not preserved in in fluid is actually rather gelatinous. If you remove someone's brain from their skull and put it on a table or something, it would crush itself under its own weight. It would go flat. Brains are malleable and jelly-like. So if that was what happened, then there's a foreign body inside that inside the brain. And is that going to cause damage? You know, for someone who loves science fiction, you sure love to overthink Doctor Who. It's an alien fucking brain. <laughs> I mean, the thing was, the thing was, yeah, but the thing with uh, alien, 
anatomy in general, just the basic laws of existence, things can only be a certain size before they collapse on themselves. So if it, I wonder what that thing's made of. So if it's that big and it's still in a shape, it must be made of something harder than jelly. Is what our brains are made of. So how did it open up and do the thing it did? Anyways, I'm just like I said, it's a nitpick. All right, we're well, doing the Neil deGrasse Tyson shit right now. You're doing the Neil deGrasse Tyson shit right now. You know, it's still can't was. work because of. But yeah, we so this entire strategy. I'm going. Yeah, so uh, a girl. We call it. We call this. Martha. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Martha. Back. Martha getting Martha getting dish rags. Again, oh my god, she got where do you keep pushing this narrative that Martha got dish rag? He got her a job at you, at you, and and what happened in this episode? What happened in this episode? She got taken when he went somewhere else. It's something always been happening to this girl, something always been happening to this girl. Oh, you mean as opposed to looking into the heart of the TARDIS and almost dying, and then you know, getting saved and then getting stuck on a parallel fucking planet. She got everything. Oh, you think so? You Martha got everything she wanted too. Martha is engaged. Yeah. Did you not see that rock? Did you I not see it. the rock? I saw. Did it you not smell what the rock was cooking? Exactly. So, so, so what? No, so what? Martha no, got what she wanted. No, she she got a doctorate. She got a nice fancy job at unit. She got a man. Yeah. Still. So so. What more do you, respect. Samir? Samir. What more, bro? If the doctor I want her. Martha, I want her. Not to get captured every damn episode she in. She didn't get captured every episode she was in. She probably this is probably like Martha's second time being captured. Bro, it, no, it's her third because the next one happens in the next episode. The next uh, two parter. No, I was talking about to, up until the next yeah, until um Anyway, I digress. Alright, so the the villain this time around are the uh the Centaur and the Centaurans. Centaurin. And, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a teenage incel uh, fetus child thingy. All right? He wasn't incel. He was just a very... He was an incel. He was an incel. No, that dude... He wanted to leave the breeding program. talking about? Breeding program. Breeding program. Samir. Samir, that was the that was, that was the Centaurans. They gassed him up and told him to do all that stuff. Man, he was a little entitled little snot. I mean, he turned around in the end, but man, at that guy. Weirdo, weirdo. This man was rich, so yeah. I mean, he was the odd kid out. He probably got punched in the face in school a lot, and you know, didn't really have any friends. And he was a genius, and so he made this atmosphere system, you know, with the help of, of the Centaurans. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, Martha did get kidnapped, as Samir likes to point out, and got cloned. Mm-hmm. And before you even say anything, yes, the doctor knew it wasn't her the whole time. Uh, yeah, he, said he was that. just in the yes, the smell. he was just playing dumb. Yes. All right, so yeah, so Donna went home uh, for a bit reprieve. That was one of my favorite scenes. Like, bro, she was like, "Yeah, I gotta go," and he was like, "Well, you know, I could take you here and there." And he was like, "Oh, so you just meant you were gonna go home and come back?" <laughs> like, yeah, man, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so yeah, so the doctor uh, reunited with Wilf after only seeing him that one time on Christmas Eve. Yes. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, the next episode, the Poison Sky. So, man, some tires came down. Took off the helmets, looking like baked potatoes with guns. Well, I was thinking penises, but yeah. Why, bro? 
How does that little skin? You know, I don't even want to know. Skinless Shut head, up. Little skinless head. Little... It's more like a potato. But I guess. Yeah, Samir. Yeah, Samir is a walking dick. So, yeah, so uh, the Martha clone dies. And Martha said, Bitch, give me back my ring. <laughs> she, she said it nicely. And uh, also, so another thing I, I can't get about the doctor, it's like, he'll give any everybody a chance. These these Centaurums need to go. All right, they need to go. They try. They checked Earth so hard. They checked them to their face repeatedly. They were going to exterminate the entire population of the Earth, and he want to give them a chance. They ain't just, nah, nah. And then, then, then when he went there and checked them, he, they got they checked him back. It was like, yo, do it, do it, go ahead. I did. It. I double did. It. They were they were G'd up, and he still didn't want to press the trigger. All right, what's the deal with the doctor? What the hell? Once again. Makes no sense. He doesn't want to kill. That ain't the point. He doesn't want to kill. I'm sorry. Anyone in his position doesn't have to, doesn't have the right to enlightenment. To quote uh to quote uh Avatar, loosely, by the way, Avatar, the last airbender, all right, you don't get to have enlightenment and peace. All right? If you want to be the defender and stick your nose in everyone's business, then, then you gotta make the hard decisions. All right. If you want to be all peaceful I mean, and shut, go out to the side. Technically, Martha got him in this business. Can remember she called him. He was minding his own business, traveling with Donna. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump forward an episode. There's always a choice. Then jump back this episode. Okay. He chose to stay there. All right. And he was oh, I don't like guns or you know blah blah this blah blah that. I'm gonna give you a chance to to, to surrender. They want to surrender. That's not their. That's not their program. That's not their society. They don't surrender. They die to the last man. And he didn't. He knew that. But he said that on the suicide mission. The guy has a death wish. All right, dragging Martha along with him and Donna, getting people killed. <laughs> Stop it, man. All right. So oh yeah, he so He he turns it around in the end, and he he was a hero. Stop calling him an incel. He was not an incel. He just Bro, wanted somewhere girl, to belong. That that girl looked at him like breeding program. Uh, yeah, no, this ain't a date. <laughs> he, got, he got friends on by his own cult member. <laughs> Yo, that's 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 pretty effed up. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's uh, okay. So I have, I have a question about Doctor Who as a whole. Are there any physical advantages to being a Gallifreyan? Other than two like hearts, three dicks. No, I'm saying so it's you like want you an extra two, dick. Is that? Is what I mean? Like, you have, what, so you yeah. have. So the thing is, though, when you have extra things, they do. They get to work together. What does this extra heart in the body do exactly? I don't know. I don't think they've ever gone on. Does it like pump cool blood faster? It might. That it, bro. Then I don't think that, they, can he run. Can he run longer? Harder? Can he lift more? Like, is there some type of cardiovascular advantage to having two hearts pumping blood in tandem? Why the fuck did you just describe the six million dollar man? I'm just, I'm wondering because, because uh, Doctor uh, Jenny was kicking all kinds of ass that Doctor never did. No doctor did what she did. All right, girl came out swinging with the hands at every moment. Yeah. All right, flip the mirror. Yeah. Did you forget the part where? He said when they took his DNA, they programmed every single form of war and combat into her. Okay, so with that being said, and she was the only one doing all that stuff, though. All the other soldiers weren't doing it. She's the only one. 
I don't know. Maybe that maybe that is the perk of the Time Lord of, of being a, a a Time Lord having the two hearts. So in super increased stamina. I don't know about strength. I don't know about speed. I don't know. I don't know. Two hearts. You would you would not get tired. It's like you would be able to pump so much oxygen to all your muscles and organs. Like like what's the what's the advantages of those two? Like why do they have two hearts other than to be weird? You know. I don't know. Bro, it was the sixties. I don't think they fleshed out the the physicality. Right, but they should have fleshed. They should have fleshed it out by now. They should have fleshed it out by now. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like maybe maybe Moffat did. I don't know. But um, so how did you feel about seeing Lady Vivian from Merlin? Who? Didn't you watch Merlin? I watched. My wife watched it. I watched it back and forth when they walked in and out of the room. Who which, who was Lady Vivian in Merlin? Uh, Jenny, Georgia, Georgia oh. Moffat. Okay. Bro, I thought you said you watched Merlin. No, my wife did. She liked Merlin. I was uh I walked in and out of the series and I watched like a few episodes sitting next to her. Uh that show's pretty uh it's it's something. Right. <laughs> it's definitely right. a product of its time. Well, Very I definitely it. shitty ended. I definitely would have liked to see more of the doctor's daughter's uh daughter and wife. Because uh, so small fact, this is what? uh Peter Davidson's daughter. Who was the fifth doctor and David Tennant's wife? What, Jenny? Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Like, did she ever pop up again? No, but there are some audio stories with uh, with Jenny in it. So audio she was. A, she was. She was. A, she, yeah. They. I told you they do the audio dramas, like the whole War of the Worlds thing. Like, um, John Berriman has done a bunch of them. There's a lot of like doc, like David Tennant has come back as the doctor multiple times to do these audio plays. Like they're like sometimes they're little integrals that take place in between like episodes. So like there'll be one with him and Donna, one with him and Rose. Eccleston still does them despite his beef with Doctor Who. I think even Paul McGann has done something. He did he played the doctor in the movie. So yeah, what you think about this episode, man? Uh Martha got a half kill. Because she don't know how to watch where she walking. Yeah, he told her, "Yo, don't go out there. Yo, it's dangerous. Yo, and then well, she I'm gonna like, go." And yeah, it's like, damn, Martha. Um, and once again, so like I said, Donna is my favorite companion, and the simple fact that Donna had to knock some sense into the doctor's head and say, "Yo, this is this is basically your daughter, dude." So. You you can you can you can pull that same shit Goliath pulled in, gar- in gargoyles, but guess what? She got two hearts just like you. It's funny how you hold the doctor to a higher standard than Bruce Banner. I no, there here's a difference, Samir. Yeah. You find every two seconds to shit on Bruce Banner. Yes, I said what Bruce <laughs> did was wrong. So no, I hold him to the same standard. No. For you, the standard is Doctor's here. He got a daughter, so he's dropping a little bit, but he kind of came back up. Bruce Banner is at the ground. Bruce Banner is in hell. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I really wish I would have got more Jenny. I really hope Georgia Moffat or Georgia Tennant comes back and does another episode. Bro, she's only 38. Uh, not likely. Why not? What, what you mean not likely? You got I, I'm not seeing anything on her film credits. I know, I know, no, I know she doesn't come back. I said hopefully one day she comes back. She can come back with Shooty Garth and be like, "Dad, you're black." 
Yeah, she has. She has. She has. She's been appeared 2000, 2008, uh, 2014. She's um, but but actually, hang on. Oh, then she and then here we go. Okay, so then she's also been in uh a bunch of other things. So Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, Doctor Who, the Legacy of Time. Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, is still running. Uh, Doctor Who. Oh wow, that's pretty recent. Twenty twenty three. Doctor Who wants to feature uh the artist at the end of time. Jenny again. Okay, so she's been doing a lot of radio things with, as Jenny. So there you go. She's still she's still the character technically. I know. I said that earlier. Yeah, but I didn't think they were still producing them up until twenty. So twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty one, twenty one, twenty three. I just told you. I just told you John Barrowman did one like last year for Torchwood. It's like you hear me, but you don't be listening. I'm not talking about John Barrowman. We're talking about uh. uh uh, Georgia Tennant. I'm not saying that they don't still make the radio specials. I'm saying that she appears in them uh, frequently or, you know, uh, regularly, yearly. Okay. So she probably has one planned for next year if, uh, if this schedule. Maybe. But yeah, so I really want to go to the Doctor Who experience. I might, I might, I might, you know, throw a stack down and go to the uh, UK. So is this, is this the last we're, uh, we're watching Doctor Who? Are we all uh, caught up for the special? Is this all we gotta no, watch? We, no, we have to finish this season. So we four episodes next week, four episodes after that will be done. And then the first special will be airing the week after. I hope so because some, again, I have to say, some of these episodes aren't needed. You don't need to watch all these episodes. Hmm. You don't, you don't I'm Agatha Christie next week? No, she's not is she gonna is she gonna do anything to the spot? Cause we can skip episode seven. Is Agatha Christie important? <laughs> Uh, I believe it leads up to the finale. It, it, I, think, fina- it, I think it has something to do with the ramifications of the finale. I can't really remember. Like I said, it's been forever days since I've seen these. And then we have, um, then we have uh, uh, Silence in the Library, uh, The Forest of the Dead. Yes. yes, yes. That one? That's River Song, my dude. River Song. River oh, fucking yeah. okay. Song. So it's River Song jumps in. So that's an important episode. So That's I mean, a two-parter. Yeah. So, Force of the Dead and Midnight are two parters. No, uh, Silence and Library and Force of the Dead are two part. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, and then and then left turn apparently. How does she come back again? Are they gonna explain that? Who River? No, left turn. Freaking uh, Rose. How she? Gonna... Oh yes, yes, yes. It will be explained when this season is done. It'll be yeah. It'll be explained when the season's done. Quit spoiling um, shit. All right. So what do you want to do now? Uh, oh, we can review. Yes. We can review. It's not spoiling for me. Five Nights at Freddy's. We can, we can review Five Nights at Freddy's. All right. So Five Nights at Freddy's, obviously based on the video game franchise that came out nine years ago at this point. Video game uh, and kid. novels. Don't forget that novels. Samira. Yeah. If, if you actually let me get to that, instead of cutting me off every two seconds when I'm talking, I was going to say that spawned a media franchise that was created by Scott um, Cotton. <laughs> All right. So, this is the first and apparently was supposed to be a franchise of films. And this was directed by Emma Tammy, written by Scott uh, Cotton, Seth Cuddle, Cuddleback. Oh, Cudback and Emma Tommy. 
and other stars Josh Hort, Josh Hutcherson, Elizabeth Lale, uh, Piper Rubio, Mary Stewart Masterson, and Matthew Lillard. So we pretty much know the deal with Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, there's a guy named Mike. He gets a job as a security guard working a quote unquote uh, what is it? Uh, Freddy Fazbear's. Bears. Which is based yeah. obviously a you know, uh, you know, that universe is Chuck E. Cheese, and basically his whole job is don't let anybody break in. The owner seems to have an issue with letting go of this place, despite the fact that it's been closed for over thirty years. So apparently, these animatronics have been coming to life and killing people over the course of X Y Z amount of years. For anyone who breaks in, and you eventually find out the dark, gruesome tale that. Somebody kidnapped five children, killed them, and placed their bodies in these animatronics. And now their spirits are possessing these animatronics, murdering people. And they want Mike's sister to join them. All right. Mike eventually meets a lovely police officer named, what was her name? Vanessa, I believe. Yes, yeah. Vanessa. And <clears throat> shit goes left. <laughs> And all I can say with, bro, why Matthew Little always got to be the bad guy? Because <laughs> he plays the bad guy really well. He's not always a bad guy. I mean, but bro, this is like this in Scream. I've never wanted to punch Matthew Little more in my face. I mean, more more in the face in my life. I mean, he was a good guy in Hackers, Scooby-Doo. I mean, no one remembers Hackers. The only thing I remember about that movie is Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. Oh, there's other things. Matthew Lillard also. And also, he, 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 he redeemed himself in 13 Ghosts. But yeah, he still uh, almost got Tony Shalhoub and his family killed. But yeah, sorry. Right, anyways, uh, yeah, thoughts and feelings on the movies. On the so movie. here, I don't know at this point if this. Because I, I'm probably calling it because I already said Samir was going to shit on this movie. And that's why we're reviewing it. So go ahead. I don't and let know the if, this, fly. if this. I don't know if this film could be properly adapted. Anyways, it's like if you take if you ever played the game, even briefly, um, you have you're playing a security guard who has to monitor a bunch of screens and make sure he doesn't get snuck up on by the uh, characters, the the you know the animatronics. animatronics. And if you yeah, and if you let them sneak up on you, they come into the room, they kill you, they put you in a uh, a trap, a flap trap, you know, suit, and you're stuck in there, you're dead, right? Um, so the problem with that is you're the game is called Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Okay, so the the bulk of the game take the bulk of the game setting and all the action and events happen at night on the job at the security place, right? Yeah, yes. Why are we got so, why do we have so many daytime sequences in this movie? And then the main character spends all his time at the Five Nights at, um, at Freddy Fazbear's sleeping, having weird dream sequences. It's like, huh? I gotta say, <clears throat> excuse me. I gotta say, there. The the if you actually break up the action and see who does what in this movie, the animatronics do little to no act uh, uh, killing at all. They have one scene and it's all done off screen actually, except one scene where they do the shadow and they cut the lady in half. That was it. And then the freaking it's a PK thirteen movie. Exactly though. It's like what's the game rated? That's that's another question. What are the games rated? 
I think they're rated E because you don't actually see any murder. <clears throat> Is it E? It, it could be E. Let's find out. I mean... All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they're rated E. Uh, go on to Google real quick. Yeah, go to Google. Five Nights at Freddy. Uh, rating. It says uh, 12 plus on the Apple Store. Uh, okay. Here we go. Nintendo. Age rating. T. T for teen. T for teen. T for teen. So, okay. Maybe. So, all right. So, here's the thing. So, you're right. Okay. So, it didn't necessarily need to be rated R. So, that's, that's an argument you can make there, right? Plus, you but, also got to remember, they still want to keep this uh, viewable for their audience. Right. They're okay. So, then that's fine. R. So, that's fine. But the suspense is like, because there's tons of movies that are scary. Like, the first Conjuring and even Conjuring 2, those movies are scary. They're PG-13. They're they're they're, they're, they're heavy with suspense and jump scare. Yeah, they have. Yeah, have you not watched them? No, no. Super like the horror, the. You know? it, that's that comment. I see. There you go. There, see, that's the issue. Supernatural horror. What the heck? Anyways, I digress. Uh, so the suspense was non-existent. Uh, first Conjuring was rated R. Really? But Conjuring Two was PG thirteen, wasn't it? Okay, there you go. Uh, All right, R now we're well. Really? They're both R. I just went on IMDb. That's crazy. Nobody, that's what, funny story. Nobody dies in those films. You know that, right? They don't kill any characters in those films. That's wild, right? What? Yeah, it's a waste of already. So, what the heck? <laughs> that could have been PG 13. Like, what is it rated R for? Uh, probably language. Did anybody fuck in those movies? No. No, no, no sex. And the language is pretty mild. Maybe they, they dropped a couple f bombs here and there. They could have edited. They could have took those out. Yeah, you, you know, you know the rule: one f bomb for a PG thirteen movie, anything. But right, but they, didn't, I didn't, I don't. Those movies aren't known for their swearing. Anyways, get our subject here. The point is, the movie had no suspense whatsoever, none whatsoever. And then, and then the the kids spent half the movie playing with the animatronics. They didn't do any killing. It's like I wouldn't say half the movie. That was like all of like ten minutes, my dude. Bro, they they spent more time playing with the little girl than they did killing anybody. Most of their screen time was done playing, uh, playing Forrest. And then, oh, here's another thing: during the dream sequence, when the kids attacked him, instead of cutting them up, why didn't they have the animatronics do that and not the kids? Because he was asleep. Right, but any now, now you have the act of of. Slashing the main character to the kids and not the animatronics. They did nothing with these animatronics. They underused them. I don't know. This, Maybe they also, were trying to go with the Nightmare of Elm, on Elm Street aesthetic because him trying to, you know, go back into his deep memories and you know find that hidden memory. So it would make right. more it, sense to see a bunch of random kids in in you know at that park as opposed to you know four big ass animatronics. <clears throat> yeah, but it just. Ugh. Uh, another thing is that, oh yeah, so the plot in itself, the motivation of the characters were all kind of silly. Like, why is he losing his house if he's getting social security checks for his little sister? Like, if the aunt was trying to collect the checks, if that's what her motivation was supposedly trying to do, why wasn't he collecting the checks and paying his bills? Why was he getting evicted? Samir? Probably wasn't making enough money, bro. Uh, so I don't know how much mortgages are, but as someone who did receive social security checks... It wasn't a lot. No, but I mean that's like four hundred bucks a month. I'm just saying he could have probably still, you know. Then why make that the honest motivation if that's the case? 
don't know. Point is, the motivation. He probably, he probably just said that he. We we honestly don't know the aunt's motivation. We know what he perceives her motivation to be, because she never said why she wanted. That uh, makes uh, wanted her character. Sister. That makes her character worse. How? She might want because because she, she she probably knows her nephew ain't shit, and he still ain't shit. And she probably knows all the financial burdens of that house. And she's like, yo, let me take this burden off of you. But hey, everybody hates um uh, whatever the fuck because you smell like cigarettes. She do smell like cigarettes. And she was trying to she was trying to get the guy killed. She did try to hire people to murder him. She is a bad person. No. So, no. What? She tried to get him fired. What the no. fuck? No. She said kill. Do you remember that part? She tried to get those people to kill him. But the, the, the lawyer was not trying to be there for that conversation. She is actually a bad person. Bro, did she say kill him? Because I remember yeah, he was like, I, she I, did. I, I don't need to be no, this. She did. She did. She did. Go back and watch that scene if you want to. It, 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 she, she tried to kill him. She's a goddamn criminal. All right? No. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now on Wikipedia. Meanwhile, Jane hires a gang, which includes Abby's babysitter, Max, to vandalize the restaurant in order to get Max fired. No, that's what, they, that's what they ended up doing. But she also floated the idea of killing him, too. Out of her mouth, oh. she said, can you kill him, too? That, yeah, so it, they ended up man. That was the thing they decided on was vandalizing. Anyways, I digress. The character motivation was silly. Uh, the exposition dump through Vanessa's character, who happened to be the daughter, made no sense. It's like, why are you here? Should you be doing cop stuff? Like, what? Anyways, this this this, this character this, this series is just wonky. I don't know how you can have any fun with this movie other than how bad it is. That's fine, but it's not scary or gory or you know. It's, it's, it's mildly kooky at best. All right. Matthew so, Leonard was great. Matthew Leonard was great. As always. So No notes. Um, a few notes. This movie is actually a culmination. Well, not a culmination, but an amalgamation of all the Five Nights at Freddy's stories or uh, from the games. So, like, literally, Vanessa doesn't show up until, like, the fourth game. I did some research. So it was just like, did y'all think y'all were only getting one movie? Right. Y'all, mean, burned, this, all the, y'all is, burned all the content. Yeah. This is a worldwide franchise that is spawned from somebody who had a serious bout with depression because his last game didn't sell well and he just did this one like for shits and giggles. So here's the thing. The first game is only two and a half hours long. All right? Yeah. And so that could like be the movie right there. Right, right. But the thing is, though, the entirety of the game is literally you sitting in front of the, the monitor doing this. Well, uh, 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 that's all I'm mean, doing. I mean, there's you, nothing. I mean, yeah, you got to flesh the story out, obviously. But right, but all this flushing out, that's what we got in this movie here. The, the story getting flushed out, and it was dumb. No, you know? no, Samir. Samir, no, you just leave it about Mike. Don't add Vanessa in there or anything. So, the, I, I, like I said, I never played the game, but I did read the synopsis of it. So, you end the game with Mike getting fired, just like in the game. I mean, you end the movie with Mike getting fired, just like in the game. So, I don't know if, like, the second game has a different character or what, but obviously they set it up for, you know, a, a, a new person to um, possibly come in and, you know, um, watch the place. Because although Matthew Lillard's character, you know, uh, got fucked up, he ain't dead. No, I think he does die, right? No. See, look, see, this is a this, it. The the okay, so never mind. 
bro. At this point, just yeah. So the plot for the second game is more or less the same thing. So the player assumes the role of Jeremy Fitzgerald, a night security guard working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza location. An unnamed staff member calls Fitzgerald to the phone to provide. So basically the same shit. <laughs> but now the animatronics fe- feature facial recognition software connected to a criminal base with the purpose of protecting children from harm. So if I think if they would have just stuck with the plot of like, the first game and just left it with Mike, but obviously flesh out his story. Don't even include Vanessa. It's possible that, you know, it could have been better. I mean, but, but we're doing that thing was, that I try not to do. Like, we're writing the fucking movie and we're not writers. The issue is Vanessa was an expedition. Though. She delivered the expedition to Mike. Yes, and he I know. figured out, he didn't have to figure anything out in the, in the movie because she told him everything. It was just yeah, bad, but to be honest, but so. you know how that happens in the game, right? Like the previous security guard leaves like uh, a tape recorder that gives you all that exposition. They so could have like, did that. I, yeah, that, they could have did that exactly. Can so, we talk about this? Uh, you you, you had to give him a love entrance, bro. Can, it's it's like damn dream sequence. Because it, it's, it's it's most of the movie. That dream sequence is seventy percent of this movie. All right. The lady knocks the, 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 the coke over on the side of the table. Why she had to wipe that up? It fell on the ground outside. Where you wipe it up, lady? Damn, Samir, sometimes people don't like to leave messes. You messy it was on, You can't wipe up grass? <laughs> they were outside of the picnic table. The, the, the thing fell over. Oops. Just Why did you have to run off and not watch your kid to wipe it up? So, it makes no sense. Anyways. That that whole this whole thing could honestly this this movie could have been retooled. They should retool the script. I think this could have been a lot better than it was, but people like it. It's making money. I don't know what it oh, is. Yeah. But it, oh, last time I checked, it was like at eighty something million. It's, a, it's had a lot. It's had a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like Jared was talking to me about it. He's like, "Yo, man, it ain't looking good for Five Nights at Freddy's." I'm like, "Bro, that's only the domestic numbers. Give it some time." <laughs> <laughs> and that movie jumped up like I don't know what. That movie is at um, $154 million worldwide. Yeah, and that's the second it's second weekend, right? Yep. Yeah, and plus it's on, it's on streaming already, so I don't know how those numbers will be affected, but yeah. It's only on TikTok, <clears throat> so the only place where you can stream it. Legally. Okay. So, oh, you said it like that. Because I thought you was going to say something about the Straw Hat game. But, Samir, rate the movie. Yes. Uh, uh, I gave it a 2.4. Um, although I did enjoy some parts of the movie, but some of it did take me out, like, his sister drawing like every two seconds. It really that that gave me tales from the hood vibes. I mean, she drew the dead kids. She drew uh, yeah, she's psychic, which I don't mind. Inexplicable psychic characters. That's fine. I would like an explanation. Some movies don't have explanations. Some movies have this psychic characters, and that's fine. You can do that. It's just because it, it's just it wasn't the other parts of this movie weren't good. If she's the only thing in this movie that was driving the exposition, then that's fine. But the dream sequence took up too much. I'm sorry. And it led to nothing, to be honest. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm probably going to give it a four. I'm giving it a four. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like something a four. I mean, also, this isn't for me. It's just like, 
hey man, I, I, the kids like it. I mean, if they like it, I love it. But will I ever watch this again? No. So let's go ahead. What do you want to do first, Loki or Gen V? Uh, we'll we'll uh, do Loki now. All right. So we're at the penultimate episode of Loki, man. Yes. Thoughts and feelings on episode five. I mean, like everyone was telling her, yo, the TVA needs to kind of be there because it has to hold everything together. And oh, you're talking about Sylvia being like, a dumbass? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it don't need to be there. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. And I'm like. Then your friend got turned into mom's spaghetti. Yeah. And then when she come in, it's like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they were trying to tell you. I'm like, dang. They say hard head makes it soft ass. But basically. So, yes. So we actually got to see what everyone's original timelines were looking like. Uh, B-15 was a doctor. And you can kind of more or less see, like, their, um, how they were in their personalities. With the exception of Mobius. Mobius is, I didn't Casey, Casey was totally no, looking. No, no, no. Casey is that guy who, who you can go to and he'll figure out a solution. So he figured out a way to break out of Alcatraz. That's what I got okay, from that, him. If, that was his plan to yeah, okay. Yeah. Cause he he was the one talking about the boat and everything, and the other two seemed like dumb and confused. So they probably were just tag alongs. So yeah, I mean unfortunately OB is a um forced to become a college professor because he is a failing author. That was so fucked up, bro. How you how you gonna take your books to the store and act like you buy <laughs> and you had them scattered throughout the store, my dude? <laughs> I think you put it in the right area, in the right section. Samir, that I, so what? You think he was going like every other day and putting the book on the shelf? Because she gave him like at least six books back. Right, but I think they're in the in the in the uh, in the fiction section in the sci-fi yeah. section. I think she was. Yeah, it's like, bro, we don't want your book <laughs> out of here. But um, so yeah, uh, Loki's time slipping came back. And you found out that Loki's motivations for saving the TV, the TVA. Okay, so full disclosure, I really wasn't feeling this episode. Uh, it was fine. It gave I liked it. it gave me it gave me some Venom versus Carnage vibes. I just want to be with my friends, really, bro. So just fuck the timeline and fuck everything else. Yeah, you can't go back to where you originally came from, but. This is your life now, but that's your motivation. It's like maybe, you know, add not dying to the mix. Uh, and really, the, the, the power of friendship is what let him get control of his time slipping. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a valid reason to get control of time slipping. Attachments and, and willingness to stay connected to people you care about is a valid reason, Bernard. It doesn't, it's not that cheesy. All right. The power of friendship does matter. Okay. I get that, but I'm kind of sick and tired of the whole trope of the power of friendship. And, humans know, are so humans and human-like beings. He's are a social god. Creature. He's an Asgardian. They're not gods. They just long live. They, they're a race under themselves. Okay. He got issues. my niggas. Did you not recall what he said when uh, when they got their powers back in the last episode? Uh, he was like, "We yeah, are gods. They're not the Loki." I know that, but hey, Loki's ego. You tell him that. Let's see if he, don't he see knows that. To, to yank you up against the wall. He, they have a lifespan. They can die. They can die of old age. 
I mean, honestly, as someone who's been reading Thor comics for almost 20-something years, I've never seen an Asgardian die of old age. Uh, Odin is old. How did he get old? He was young at one point. But he didn't die of old age. That ain't the I, point. I, I, never said, I never said, Samir, I never said that they don't get old. I said I've never seen an Asgardian die of old age. So, where's where's Boar? Died in battle. Did he? In Valhalla. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, you're right. They don't die. They often don't. They often die on the battlefield. You're correct. But the fact that That's they died at So, fuck, you can't wipe up grass. Is where's Boar? <laughs> Anyways. Is he's not a god. He has. He's fallible. We, this whole series was him I know. learning to be. So yes, him one friends is fine. It makes sense. It's it's a pro, it's the progression of the character. I'm all for it. I guess. Um, I ain't really got no notes besides yo. That's fucked up. That Siva just left Loki there in that mess and went back to her little McDonald's Earth. She did it. She got torn apart. No, she did. No. Remember when when the loom exploded last week? Loki was left there by himself. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, no, okay, that's what you mean. Yeah, she yeah she, she took that tip pad and said, "Sylvie, out." I mean, she escaped. And what you want her to do? Say, get everybody else and escape. Sylvie has been very selfish, like since the beginning of this season. I mean, since the she beginning said, of this series. She said that she said she was selfish. And then she she made I know that proof that he was also selfish. I know that, but just the reiteration of it, it's just like, come on. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, you need to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, next week is the season finale, so let's get ready to see what the fuck that one executive at Marvel was talking about in that variety article. Oh God! All right, so let's talk about some Gen V. All right, let's talk about Marie and Jordan. Stop it, stop it, stop it, bro. One fucking scene. One little fucking moment every episode since you since you decided to coin that phrase. Listen, listen, listen. It was the pent- it, it was the peak of the episode. Their moment. Their moment was the peak episode. Don't lie to me. Say it. My dude. My dude. So just fuck Marie realizing, oh, I don't have to just use my blood. I can use everyone else's blood who's dead in this fucking field. That wasn't well, the peak I, moment, yes. or 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 Homelander showing up. That yeah, wasn't the peak why, moment. But the reason why that went sideways or, was because, or, or 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 Emma realizing she doesn't need to throw up in order to shrink because Sam made her cool. feel small. All right, you're right. You know what? It, it's sad that Sam and Emma couldn't be the peak of the episode because I, I was rooting for them for Sam and Emma. Or that, or uh, Andre. Knowing that, hey, that's our, our power. No, no, not that. Our powers are killing us, Dad. You can't do it anymore. Nah, you gotta, you gotta step up to the plate, son. Just his powers are killing him. Him and his dad. Not every power. Yes. Everyone's powers. No, I, I specifically said them. I mean, we don't know that yet. I mean, the only person we but, know outside of those two who's getting killed by Compound V is Billy, because his brain is turning into mush. Remember that last season, bleeding well, out the ears and shit. Billy isn't a isn't a soup. Yeah, because he didn't take it as a kid. But remember, he kept he kept taking that shit to go toe to toe with Homelander and turning. He was taking he was taking this goo. He, he was taking temp B. If he took if he took full blown compound V, yeah, he would have blew up. No, he would have blown possibly. Up. Well, Kim, no, because they showed yeah. that was that was on this season too. 
No, Kimiko was experimenting on for years. Yeah, she was. And I think she was also a superpowered baby. Uh, we don't know about that. They haven't really... Yeah, I was going to say, they need to flesh anyway. out her backstory more. But anyway, yeah, so... so uh, Maverick so yeah, got his bro. ass whooped. He did, but also Emma finding out her powers would work without uh, without throwing up. Was Bominate. she in the room? Was she in the room? Yeah, she was in the room, right? What do you think? Did you finish the sentence and I can let you know? Yes, was Emma in the was. room. Okay, okay. Yes, so it was four of them. It was Emma, Marie, Andre, and um, Jordan. Um, Jordan, yeah. Okay, so yeah, all three. So yeah, and then oh my god, like the 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 heroes of Godokin were the people who started the goddamn ride in the first place. Kate and Sam, hey, like God, hey, man. dang it! That's and hold on, the one time we wanted him to save the day, and he didn't save the day. It's Homelander, dude. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, I know, but it's like no one stepped you in and said, "Listen, you gotta you you don't you don't." Okay, so you don't think after seeing Homelander on. TV for three, four years now at this point. That you know he wasn't gonna get a little storm front in him, especially after the way season three ended. Really, you attack your own kind. I don't know if it was race motivated. It was definitely a suit mm. versus human motivated. I don't know. It was mm. dumb. Point is, he did not help. All right, and I don't know why Ashley didn't come in and say that's not the ones that was messing stuff up. They protected us. Actually, no. I mean, actually, Molly Banco. So I get that. Yeah, Samir, you forgot Homelander's running things now. Ashley's just around to, to be the face of Vought. Okay, that is true. Did yes, you, that is you don't true. remember shit from last season, do you? I, I do remember that now. And yeah, so she can't do nothing. So you're right. So really, the only person she can really count on is um uh vice president really? um no vice president what's her Noonan. Yeah. Yes. That, that's that's her name. Yeah. So maybe. she might be able to get maybe, but Billy possibly he couldn't save him. I don't know. He might be. Did you not see the post credit scene? I saw that. Yes, but I don't know where he is in that lo- in that location. He just said, "Yeah, well, you know, what do you say? Ain't this some shit or something like that?" Or a cunts. I don't know something that he says. Yeah, yeah. But man, so that was good. That was good though. It was a good finale, but bro. I get it. Uh, you you kind of couldn't kill anybody, but come on, man. People with with stronger powers have died from Homelander's heat blast. Oh, yo, yeah, Marie survived. I was like, no, Marie, and then she survived that. I'm like, yo, yeah. I got mad at that. I'm like, really? So now plot armor, like, what's what's the, what's the plot armor? That Are we was gonna get the plot armor. armor. That was just organic armor. Her skin did it. She's she's I, little, do, I, I get that. But but come on, even Andre said, man, other people have taken a blast from a Homelander and died. Like, she probably solidified her blood under her skin. Maybe. I don't know. But all right. So end of the season, Samir. Rate the episode. Okay. So, rate the series yeah. overall. Rate the series overall. So seri- okay, so Jordan Marie, uh at the finale. It, bro. I was I honestly I have very little notes. Um God I mean if I were to think and yeah, Kate Kate deserved to lose her arm, a forearm. Oh yeah, she okay. So, I mean, yes, Kate is wrong for 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 putting them all. Yes, that they're definitely wrong. I still think she was wrong for killing Shetty. Shetty sucked. 
Okay, so does that mean go ahead and let these people? Go oh no, that does not mean are that. Possibly no. mentally ill, run wild and live stream somebody blowing up his own head. It, did you forget she live streamed that? She did. I don't think that was the right thing to do. No, no. So I, I'm not saying she's right. I'm saying she's a victim as well. So is Sam, and they just handled it wrong. So, anyways, yeah, she deserved to get her arm blown off, but she's a victim too. And I hope they, they can all come together and find some type of peace. With that being said, I have literally little to no notes about this series. It's amazing. And uh, I cannot wait for season two of Marie and Jordan. Well, I can't wait for season two of Jin V. Marie and Jordan? Um, no, Jin V. Marie and Jordan? So, you're going you gonna to rate the, the, the season? Cause you, oh, I mean, I, I'll, give a a I'll, give, I'll give it a solid. I'll give it a solid nine. Same here. All right, so the show that we've been waiting two and a half fucking years to come back has arrived and, you know, damn near an hour-long premiere. Season two of Invincible has started. Samir, what are your thoughts on this first episode? So, obviously, as someone who finished Invincible twice and for some reason can't finish any other goddamn comic books... All right, episode one, a lesson for your next life. So, I mean, you obviously, you obviously got to the Angstrom Levy stuff, so you kind of already knew what was going on, right? Yeah, um, I did, and I saw, and uh, I'm trying to remember that part of the comic, but yeah. Uh, it more or less starts the same, but um, Angstrom Levy obviously comes back, um, that then leaves again. And then comes back, and then that's his last appearance in the comic. So, but go ahead, say what you were going to say. No, I mean, how much of the, in the I'm trying to draw parallels to the comic, but I, I've been reading it for a while. So, when they did they show all the alternate universe stuff in the comic as well? Yes, he was hooked up to a, a machine with, you know, uh, the only difference was I don't think he brought other hymns to hook up. I think he just used his powers to, you know, kind of like do something with like the consciousness of the other ones. Can't necessarily really remember because it's been a minute since I've actually read it as well. But yeah, um, so that w- that might have been the only difference. <clears throat> so um, yeah, man, it's only been a month since the devastation of Chicago. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but I really feel like the budget has gotten a little bit bigger because, bro, they played a whole fucking Radiohead song. There was no, there was no licensed music in this first season of Invincible at all. That is true. It didn't need any licensed music, but it was nice. I like, I no, like. It uh, didn't, but it, it felt it, car it, it went with the mood. Yeah, car um, police. So the first the opening like mark is still doing superhero shit but he's kind of like doing it under the radar so like he's doing a lot of stuff where he can't be seen with the exception of that one car that that one cop car that got thrown so they obviously saw him yeah so uh so he got beat to hell and it took a, he's back it's like gathering what is, what is a Viltrumite healing factor like like how fast do they heal ooh it depends on the ass kicking honestly so i can't tell you that Right. So, also, he's obviously stronger now. I don't know about how much he gets stronger by every time he gets beaten and destroyed. It's awesome saying shit. You get your ass whooped, you come back stronger. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
and Mark <laughs> is going to get strong. <laughs> that boy <laughs> is constantly on the ass end of an ass kicking. But he get back up, though. Um, yeah. So, my, so I wonder, honestly, at this point, is any can anyone take him? He's strongest on the planet at the moment. Yes. And um, I just looked up Angstrom Libby's uh, bio on uh, fandom. So that was the difference. He The machine allowed him to um, look into the minds of the alternate versions of him as opposed to bringing them over and hooking them all up to a big-ass machine. Uh. So um, one thing that I, I saw in the comments, and because, you know, people are idiots, are we doing some more multiversal shit because Marvel did it first? No, if you actually read comics, people, Angstrom Libby first. Multiverses are common. Yeah, Angstrom Libby first appeared in Invincible issue 16, which came out in August of 2004. So guess what? This happened in the comic. So they're going alongside the comic. So do you want them to deviate from the original story? They can do it a little bit. And, you know, I might nitpick as someone who's read the entire run of Invincible twice. But also, again, multiverse is a common. They're, they're, they're a common yeah. thing. Yeah, Marvel's done it. DC has done it. Like, we didn't do Crisis of Infinite Earths on the Arrowverse. Image did it. Wildstorm did it. Image has done a multiverse? I think so. I don't think Image has done a, a multiverse. Well, I, I didn't say Wildstorm because it's part of DC. And the Wildstorm universe has been folded into DC. It's like there's no universe outside of Image that they can connect to. Because Top Cow, all that's still the same. It's just different imprints. Um, maybe I think I like. Car- I think Dynamite is also a part of Top Cow. I mean, Image. Well, okay, okay, then, okay. You know what? Then there's other. Okay, what about Chaos? Chaos is, uh, Comics is a is a thing, and they have they have their okay. their imprints in there. The hell is Chaos Comics? They uh, what, what do they do? They do um, Evil Ernie. Um, uh, I think Savage Dragon. No, that's Image. That's image. I, oh, okay. Yeah, evil Ernie is down oh, right now. La- yeah, lady, lady, yeah, lady death, uh, purgatory, uh, evil Ernie. All those, all those characters are from chaos. So dynamite, and they, and they do crossovers. I mean, I don't know what the crossover about is not a multiversal thing, Samir. I know. About literally. Not. Yes, we're not talking about crossovers. We're talking about literally a person from this earth and a person from this earth. Come together. Yeah, it went to dynamite. You're correct about that. I know. I bought the most recent run of Evil Ernie. You know, I met uh, Brian Polino, Polito at a con. Once. Yes, you told cool me. guy. It's, you told me. But um, so yeah, things go sideways, and Angstrom Levy's machine blows up, kills all the other versions of him. He gets a super brain that goes from the top of his head to his ass, basically. And now his <laughs> memories are completely jumbled. He don't know what's real, what's not. And he's blaming Invincible for what happened, and obviously the last Marler twin that lived was like, no, bitch, this is all your fault. And he left. And uh, Mark's mom is obviously still dealing with the grief. I'm glad that um, the one bully dude, I can't remember who Amber kicked in the nuts in season one, kind of proved that he's not always a dick, although I think he only did that just for the clout. But Yeah, basically. That was um, weird. Yeah. So can we get? I mean, I know that he pretty much acted the same way he did in the comic, but I'm like, bro, that wasn't your fault. You did your best, and I don't. And the fact that you don't see that you did your best is kind of annoying. I mean, can we get a hero that? This is why I like Scott Summers. Ah, here All right? we go. 
Oh, this is my guy. All right, you know the guy got his body used and and, and taken over by a cosmic entity, killed his mentor, and guess what? Yo, I didn't do that. That was a Phoenix Force. They take no responsibility for that because he wasn't responsible. Can we get a hero that's pragmatic like that once in a while? Oh yeah, I couldn't stop all. Unless with what you saw, you read the comic. He didn't do it. The point is, can we get? He didn't do it. Can we get a hero that doesn't fall on the sword for no damn reason? It's like, bro, you said all those lies as many as you could, and you got your ass by by a force that you had no business fighting in the first place. All right, Samir, guilt is a common trait with heroes, so I don't know what the hell the problem is. I don't know. Some get a hero that doesn't have any guilt or shame. There's no such thing. There it is. Who? Uh, yeah, you struggle to find that uh, hero for me. Well, uh, guilt is a common human emotion. And it's multiplied one. when you're a hero. Yeah. How many fucking funerals Peter Parker has been to? How many yeah, fucking funerals the X-Men have been to? A lot. <laughs> and for the same people. Less, less so. Not, hey, Gene, not, welcome back. Gene, go shit. Let's kill her. Ah, Gene, right, you're less, back. Well, since the crack is less, but now the crack is over, so more now. You know? Yeah, Gene's dead again. She ain't gonna stay dead. They're gonna, they're gonna. I want to see at the end of this, at the end of the certain the current thing. I want to see what they're gonna do with that. I didn't catch up. It was. I digress. It's three years since we've been doing this goddamn podcast. I digress. I just. I'm just saying. Maybe just. Come with a different tune to the fiddle about look, the you know. Look, I, I can honestly say I'm a little bit mad. No William. Oh, no I William mean, in this episode. He, didn't he meet the guy and, and yeah, didn't they fix Buddy and then he, they started dating? He still got to go to school. We saw Amber at the school. What the fuck? Oh, look, I'm waiting for Eve to come in. Just saying. Oh yeah, what'd you think of that? In the code open. Oh, that was cool. No, it wasn't. What are you talking about, bro? He was practicing that on regular civilians. Yeah, you didn't hear that was, part when Omni Man said that. Also, that's it what you've been doing. Up. It was effed up. That, that whole cool. That whole that whole scene yeah. in the Ultimate Universe when they're killing everybody. That was it yeah, was cool to see I, that. Yeah, it was dark. I, it was. I, it was I, can't, I up. can't. I can't kill you. I thought. I, I'm like, bro, but you just snapped her neck. Oh, I didn't kill. Her. I just paralyzed her. The fuck? Dude, she couldn't move anything. It was so bad. Oh my god. There was another part I wanted to bring up. Um what was it? What was it? What was it? Um Walt God is on the scene again. Yo, fuck the immortal. Yo, fuck you, Abraham Lincoln, okay? You just don't show up to some kid like I'm keeping my eye on you. I mean, the kid has the power to punch the hole in the moon. He ain't, he ain't that. He ain't that op yet. He's like nah, because because your because your father because your father wait, kicked wait my ass that, twice. Wait to that. Wait to that. Vulture might war. You'll see what Mark can do. How'd you? You ain't even finished the book. How the hell you know about the Vulture might war? I got to the Vulture might war. I got Vulture might war. Bro, you got like twenty issues left. How you get to the Vulture might? Yeah, I got like twenty issues. <laughs> dude, devil, dude, red dinosaur came out. Red Dinosaur came out and killed a bunch of people. And I was like, oh my hey, god, I'm done for a bit. Hey. I'm done for a bit. Hey. Dinosaurus. What? Whatever. Dinosaurus. That's the part. When he went crawling back to crawling back to um 
to watch this Cecil. Cecil, I couldn't take it. I was like, no, Mark, you're better than this. No. And he went back, oh, oh, oh no. I couldn't read at that point. I was tired of that shit. Every 20 issues of him being a little lapdog of the government. No, F that shit. No, no. He leaves. In, uh, he leaves. He, he leaves Earth. No, he doesn't. Does he? Yes, he does. He does. I, I'm telling you what I, you didn't read. <laughs> So instead of working for Cecil, he left Earth. I thought he wanted to go to Cecil. Oh, oh no, oh no, 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 no. There's some shit that hits the fan. Then he leaves her. There's some shit that hits the Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you gotta read it because some things happen. Or like a lot of things, and you're gonna be like, I did not see that coming. But I can't remember what else I was gonna Oh! Yo, okay, so. Okay, so I hope the running joke is over. Okay, we did it five times in this episode, and I don't want to see it anymore. Hey, Samir, you look pretty invincible. Oh, that? No, they're going to keep doing that. I really hope they don't. I'm like, come on, man, let that shit go. <laughs> Just do it in the first episode, and that's it. Well, anyway, so Samir, since this is a one episode premiere, we can do an episode by episode review. So, uh, I mean, uh, not review, uh, rating. What do you rate this episode? Uh, no, no, so far. I'll, I'll I'll give my overall vibe of the series um, at the at the end of the series finale, season finale. You can't you, you can't do that. Why can't I? Because they split the season in half. We're only getting four episodes, and that's it. Till <laughs> like we'll, January. Then, then let's, let's break the, the the half season then. Okay, fine. We'll do that then. Because Samir books. Difficult. So guys, it's Big difficult. You, I couldn't, I couldn't rate Jim V. Why? What the heck? Because that was three episodes that dropped in one time. I'm sorry, two episodes, and then you missed the, the week. So we had to wait until the third episode. That's why. Whatever. All right. It whatever. was a bulk type of situation. The same re- reason why we were not rating Loki because you didn't watch it the first week it dropped, and we had to review two episodes. Okay. Fine. See, I'm making sense, right? Right? No, you're, you're, you're making sense. You're not because that, that, again, that made plenty of sense. Bernard. I don't see why rating these because they're, they're, they're twenty minute episodes. They had a big opening, but they're twenty minute episodes after that. So let's just break the whole season or half the season. All right. Anyways, I right, let's do the outro. You guys want to be? I said my part. Oh, okay. Well, this is Samir, your king in black, and that was another episode of the Angry Words Podcast. Uh, join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. All right, so next week we'll be reviewing episodes 7 through 10 of Doctor Who. Episode and 2 of Invincible, the season finale of Loki. And, that's and also, we oh, no, not it. Uh, we do need to scram in a couple of other shows, I think. Just a couple of the things we need to hear there. I think we need to talk about Blue Eyed Samurai at least. And maybe Pluto. Those two new shows on Netflix. Those are getting a lot of buzz. We need to talk about it a little bit. I don't have Netflix. Then join the Shaw Heads. Alright, anyways, so I don't yeah, have it, the time to join that straw hats. I got 58 million things going on at this time. I'm trying to move stuff from a hard drive that's on the verge of being corrupted. I'm still trying to freaking transfer. Huh? I, I don't you just you, you manufacture problems. Anyways, alright, so next week I'm also gonna talk about my first graphic novel, which is Palestine by Joe Sacco, which is a great uh, graphic novel, uh about the experience of Palestine in the nineties. So yeah, that'd be great to talk about. Alright guys, uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, check us out on all the DSPs, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, 
sorry, not SoundCloud, um, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, I said iTunes, um, Amazon Podcast, Audible, and wherever else you get your podcasts, iHeart, um, Samir, other people buy, quit looking at your damn phone. What if they're listening? They don't know what you did. Live long and prosper. See what I got to do with y'all? All right. Peace.